0: Just a couple of guys, a couple microphones, and a heck of a lot of no. It's football on the no with Jim and Joe. Well, they say it's not the X's and the O's, it's the Jimmy's and the Joe's. All right, what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of football on the No. i am jim McPhee, and alongside of me over there is mr joe decapita
1: welcome No it all's back for another edition of football on the no show uh where you can talk with us about anything you want about football or things of that nature we're gonna be talking about a lot this this uh episode uh we got a few things on the docket uh something that's going to be kind of a very close to the vest. I think we should jump right into it Mm -hmm. is a DeMar Hamlin and uh, how he's in the hospital right now uh, from the bills and uh, Bengals game. Sadly, you know, he had a uh, cardiac arrest on the football field and gets rushed to the hospital. Uh, So far, the only kind of updates that we have for you is that he is at least stable. He is trending towards the uh, trending in the right direction. Uh, The next hurdle for him and his family is for him to be able to breathe on his own. Uh, But at least we got a little bit of positive news on it
0: yeah i know because i mean last night when we were all looking at that or was it was not even last night the night before monday night football we were all anticipating uh a really great game that had implications on seating all together i mean the Bengals are in the mix the mm-hmm. chiefs in the mix mm-hmm. the bills are in the mix uh and we knew this game like right before you know early on in the season we highlighted this one you and joe, joe oh, absolutely. And I, you know we, yeah we wanted to maybe try and do a live show for this one it was it was an upcoming thing even though the the Bengals, you know, had started off a little slow, we were anticipating this matchup. And we get into it and that the, the crowds fired up, you know, the jungle's roaring like we thought it would. And then it seemed just like a routine hit. And uh, you know, uh Damar uh, Hamlin, you know, it makes the tackle even stands up. And then you see that moment where he does the whole wiggle and then fall to the back and you see him hit his head and everything. And uh we've seen some instances like this when guys go down and, and uh, and uh, you know eventually you know something the stretcher comes out or something but you're looking for that thumbs up and it was different and and, you know the announcers do their thing and they have to do whatever they can to do their job and and when they're affected the way they were and you see the players reaction they reacted then differently than I've seen players react before to some of these injuries and and the fact that when um, a lot of time had passed and they had said they had brought out even a defibrillator and then we're were doing CPR 9 minutes after he had already just went to the ground, mm-hmm. you knew it was something intense and, and it, was, it was a solemn moment and, and the way, uh, you know, everybody was kind of reacting onto the fly uh, situation. It, it was rough and it was tough to go through and watch and you're anticipating uh, what was going to happen. And, mean, and at that point, the, the game didn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, the, the biggest problem with all that is how long they were doing CPR for and and how, and how you need to be immediate. Like that, that's the type of thing where cardiac arrest happens. It's gotta be immediate. So like the medical professionals will tell you like a minute, if you're able to get there under a minute and perform CPR, there is a hundred percent chance of recovering Mm -hmm. two minutes. It drops from there, 80% and so on and so forth. So for the fact of the, at least the, the medical personnel were there in time, like to, to kind of like jump in right away, but I just don't know, like They did their best let's just face it they did their best now Mm -hmm. were they able to do what they could did they react quick enough to help this this poor man um uh in, in 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 his efforts to get better so like that's what everybody's hoping right now will uh will he make this turnaround that we're hoping for that we're praying for um and his family and friends are, are surrounding him you know and and they're encouraging and, and hoping that you know they give us a little bit of feedback from time to time which is g- kind of keeping it helping us keep stay in the loop but at the same point in time it's like there's not a whole lot to go off of right now so whatever little bit of positive news we are glad to take it and hopefully that you know he makes a, a full recovery after this and but more than not Just worry about the player that's what this is all about like i know there's some people out there and it's absolutely disgusting on some of the comments that were being made that night about oh well this is gonna screw my fantasy team and then oh my god how are we are we postponing this game we need this to happen tonight because a playoff race is going on and because this that and the other thing no this is about life this is about being a human like this is the real deal. Like, you know, you don't ever wish anything like this for anybody. I don't care if you hate the football player. I don't care if you hate the team. I don't care if, uh, you know, you have something riding on the game. Mm. This is a matter of life and death. So, uh, that was one thing that kind of really bothered me that night. Uh, but hopefully DeMar Hamlin, he is going to make the, the good turnaround here. Hopefully he's going to get better every single day. And, uh, We'll have to wait and see for more more uh, updates.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're changing their the setup of our show here again. As I moved, you know, we said we were going to change, uh, make changes to the uh, the studio and stuff. And, and as you can see, cosmetically, we are and stuff. But it is the new year is 2023. And that means new beginnings for us here in Football on the Know and Godzilla Media. We've got a lot of plans for the future here this year. But one of them is also to introduce our new producer and part of our show, Mr. Cody Cook behind the scenes here. Cody, why don't you say hello? to everybody and tell us what's going on.
2: Hey, everybody, how ha- happy to finally be an official part of the show, you know, more than just my couple amazing, you know, guest appearances the two times with Jimmy and the Bunker. And I think it's another time hanging out with them. Mm. and on a side note, we do have our first comments of the night with uh, Chris Simpson tuning in. What's going on, Chris? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yep, wow, he's got a message bam. for Joe. He said you better sell that car jersey while well, you can, Joe. <laughs>
0: nope. Nope, oh, not man. happening. That's my guy.
1: Stupid idiot. Yeah. Not I don't know.
0: Who knows? Who knows? I mean if you look at that uh the car jersey, I mean a lot of people are already talking speculation about like, oh, what if car goes to the Jets now? Does that make them a different team next He's year? not going to the Jets. Yeah. It's crazy with all that stuff nonsense going on. Uh, but yeah, Chris Simpson, he's a good know-it-all that's uh, with us here. He's a Giants fan. I know he's probably excited about the Giants uh, securing a playoff spot in the first time since what was it, 2014? I think it was, or something they had said, uh, or 16 possibly, 2016. It's been a while, but uh, but yeah, the Demar Hamlin thing—it's been something intense. And you know, it's kind of strange with that injury. It's something that like is so that like had to be the right spot at the right time at the right moment that all that happened. Um, because my wife, when she watched it and mm-hmm. she was able to see what happened, she yeah. already kind of figured out kind of what it was. Yeah. And what it is, is that strike upon the chest. It's, it's at a certain part of your chest right there. where your heart meets like the rib cage or that skin lining. Mm-hmm. There's a thin part of skin just where the heart rests there. Yeah. All the other spots are kind of fine here, but right at that weak spot, that's where uh, you know, and I think it was, um, Higgins, elbow happened to strike when he went and make that tackle mm-hmm. and hit right at that right spot, which sent a, uh, a surge of potassium to that spot and against that wall and that lining and that tissue of the heart, which created that. And they call it a commotio cordis, And um, it's, it's Greek for like heart, you know, uh, aggregation or something mm-hmm. like that, aggravation. But, uh, but it's like a one in a million chance at that, that timing and where it happened, where his heartbeat, that millisecond between there, and like I said, it's something that we've never witnessed before. And it's pretty scary stuff.
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, it's definitely scary because I feel like a lot of people really were shook that night. Like there were they a lot of people when you see an injury like that player down, even if he's just laying down, you know, unconscious or something like that, we've seen concussions be really serious on the football field. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like kind of gathering around wondering what's Oh, it's just a concussion because we know that as to be more of a common thing now so uh you you know that as far as a concussion goes that used to be the real serious deal you yeah know what i mean it's still serious don't get me wrong but like that used to be like what we saw in the Bengals bills game where he was unconscious and people were really were. And, and that's the thing is like this type of injury you're right it's not common it's not uh the type of thing where you take it lightly you know you, you This thing doesn't happen very often, but it does happen to all athletes. We've seen it happen in football before. We've seen it happen in uh, soccer. You know, there's been cases of it happening in soccer. So it's like, it's not something that we haven't ever seen before, but the rarity of this type of injury is really what kind of, you know, what kind of jolts you, you know, for seeing it, seeing it. Like that was the very first time that I've ever seen something like that in sport, Mm Mm-hmm. So it was almost not only was it shocking, but it's like it, it, you, it makes you think about everything. Like I started to reflect on like, you know, different aspects of my life and like, you know, that this type of injury, something this, you know, tragic can happen to not only anybody, but any age. And that's the crazy part because we've seen numerous, you know, injuries or people even passing that are young, you know, to, to middle-aged, to, to, to old age. Like, it's it just, it's very, very crazy, you know, for this to happen in a sport that we all love. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, Damar and his family and friends, uh, we send prayers out, our condolences out to you guys. Uh, Bill's Mafia, we know that everybody, all 32 teams, in fact, yeah. this week are going out. to pay tribute nice. to Damar Hamlin uh, with the number three uh decal on That's their awesome. on their helmets and stuff which is this is you know because this is bigger you know this is bigger than just football this is this is life so it's really cool to see that all 32 teams are not only donating and helping in any way that they can but also they are they are um they're right behind them you know he's got the support
0: yeah yeah absolutely and um yeah, I mean, and you see how it, they when they talk about it, too, it's like when they decided to cancel the game, or we were, we were waiting to see if it was canceled or not. Because, I mean, again, everybody's he's, uh, talking about it, and like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, they, mm-hmm. they got to cancel this, you know, or they can't right. keep playing. Because, again, when you think about it as a player, like, you, you know, Stefan Diggs trying to get everybody amped up, too, to get I'm back playing. into playing and stuff. No. But, dude, how do you get back into that and then Nobody change those emotions? You don't. You don't. It, no. It's just crazy. But I know Tom Leiter's in the house with us tonight, right, Cody? Go what do we got Tom. here for the comments here? <laughs>
2: He's another know-it-all. What does he got here, Cody? All right. So we got two comments, actually. We got Seattle could make Carr a star. Oh, think he thinks he wants Seattle over there
0: in his team. He's a Seahawks
2: fan. Yeah,
1: I don't think you can make Carr a star. I think Carr <laughs> can be is already yeah, a star. A star. Right
2: there, yeah, yeah. I think he's been a star. Mm-hmm. Yep, then we got a second one. When someone starts performing CPR, they often strike the patient in the chest to start the heart. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. See, our, yeah.
1: our very own OG know tom it all leiter, tom leiter is, is dropping some medical knowledge yeah,
2: absolutely my wife almost wanted to even come
0: down on her show and be like a medical sports medical professional down oh, here but we, we could have put her on she, she couldn't be our medical she professional. can she, she can
1: she can be like right here absolutely we'll put the camera we'll on her and on. she can be like hey so what about this injury right. what can yeah. you tell us about yeah, it? Yeah yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i like so, it
0: yeah yeah so i mean uh in that game you not playing it has other implications we're going to get to but uh but yeah that's an important thing that had happened uh with everything, and again, saying in prayers to uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family and everything uh, that's going on. But Bill's Mafia, they they responded, too, and, and so did others, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and donating to his uh, charity, too. I yeah, mean, that thing huge, exploded, huge. so uh, way to show love with everybody, and everybody's showing love Absolutely. out to DeMar Hamlin. And, and one his of his our know-it-alls
1: actually posted it in our group yeah. and stated that at the time that he's posted it, it went from, like, a few hundred thousand mm-hmm. to overnight generating three million. Yeah. So you know there there really are true people out there. There really are genuine people out there that you know that really stick behind people really trying to help everybody no matter how hard the times get. So uh truly amazing story mm-hmm. already. Not mm-hmm. just the Hamlin part about how now he's trending upward so there's some pro- there's some hope, there's some promise there. Uh but also for everybody. And I mean everybody, NFL like or outside of the NFL helping donating to his charity d- helping his family out you know any way they can bills mafia included like of course they're going to be behind him so uh it's a, it's, a, it's absolutely amazing to see everybody come together when they need to
0: so yep yep absolutely so we'll look into that um, Tom Leiter also says, being so brutal is a large part of the reason the sport is so popular. Popular, uh, But, yeah, when something like that happens, it, it is sure. uh, pretty crazy. Uh, but I want to also give you guys time to, you know, let's, let's pull away from that here. Let's get started to talk about some football and some situations. But uh, I'm going to tell you guys about our friends at Paul Perry Kitchens that help our show uh, grow the way it has been doing, Joe, and helping us out when, with our live shows and everything that we do. Uh, They've been with us for a long time here, and you know what? They take care of us, and they're going to take care of you. That's right. They're right there on 115 Freemans Bridge Road. Check them out in Glenville. Uh, now they're only at one location. They to two, but you know what? They said we can deliver all of this in one building. It just makes sense. Why send people to do different two different places on the same road? we are just put it all right there. It's like a one-stop shop. You got your custom kitchen. You got your custom closets, your glass for your showers, your awesome custom showers, and then screen repair, glass repair on top of it, Joe. It's everything all in one bundle. Check them out there on Ridge Road, 115 Ridge Road, or paulperrykitchens.com. Uh, where your only limitation is your imagination out there. So there you go. Boom. There you Boom. go. You like that? That's a good, good line. Job. But you can get in trouble with that type of line. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> a lot of people imagine a lot of crazy stuff. Like Paul Paul right. Maddie's imagined, can they do my sex swing or sex yeah, chamber last week or something? Yeah, what was, last that, week like? what was that going on last <laughs> week? <laughs> what is going on with that, dude? That is messed up with this sex chamber. Can they, they the crowd's excited that? about that one. Yeah, they're cheering <laughs> for right? They want the sex chamber. <laughs> but, all right so anyways joe let's talk about something a little lighter here now that that game didn't play though mm-hmm. um there are implications now this whole thing because even it's right in fantasy football like you know the finals the super bowl you know i mean championship mm-hmm. week and then yeah. all of a sudden some people i'm sure because again the way the the josh allen he's a star player stefan diggs yep. these guys joe burrow uh, joe mixon You know, everybody, all those guys, Jamar Chase, these are star players that are on rosters that are in championship games right now. And now when the the NFL comes out and says, no, we're just not going to play this game this week. Well, what happens then? You know, I know I think NFL and some of the other, you know, the fantasy groups had said, you know, now then it's just flat zeros or whatever ends up being. That has been a major impact. We've never seen anything like this before, I think, in fantasy football. I don't do fantasy anymore, so why don't you take it, you guys, you and Cody, take away on this one. What do you think? I mean,
1: honestly, like this is this is one of those most difficult situations that you have to deal with as a commissioner. Oh like, boy. Oh, like, everybody's like, asking, looking I, for questions, everybody's yeah, answers, wondering right? what do I do? I mean, we how do we figure out some kind of point system to to kind of like make this thing work and Really, I mean it's unprecedented there's no good way and there's no real bad way to handle this. It's basically going to come up to the commissioners out there what they think what they want to do and I understand like there's going to be money on the line for some of these leagues there's going to be pride from these leagues there's going to be some punishments <laughs> on the line for these leagues so um you don't want to be the loser, obviously. Mm-hmm. however, uh, if you happen to have a fantasy player in that game um it's tough like for a commissioner and and i was talking me and cody were talking uh, i think last night about this and because and, cody runs a league i stopped running two leagues this year um to take a break and i told cody i'm like what i would do honestly is act as if that game doesn't even it didn't play so you can't warrant points you can't um fabricate you know or project like oh well the projection was 19 for this guy so I'm going to give you 19 points or you know what I mean because it didn't really happen so i mean like for me it, you have to almost act like it didn't happen if if it it's don't get me wrong it sucks like if you're one of those guys that have those certain players and you're really kind of banking on them obviously to help you win a championship uh but there is one other alternative is if you didn't want to do that route it's more than likely, like, it was a championship game. It could go either way. As long as the score isn't lopsided, maybe you could both agree on maybe splitting the pot. And, and maybe that could be a fair uh, decision as, as a commissioner. What do you think, Cody?
2: All right, so with my own league, I think because uh, he had Joe Mixon remaining, I had a 15-point lead. You're talking for your championship. Yeah, for my championship personally, I think what I'm gonna do is gonna be a uh, split pot with Jamie. I just think it's fair. Joe Mixon very easily could have had fifty. Government name,
1: don't drop that.
2: Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But in my other league, I'd be Mm -hmm. a little mad. He had Josh Allen and he needed like thirty-five. So. So what's going on in the other league? Scenario. Is the other league how they handling it? I have to talk to Sean still. Okay. Government name again. yeah. yeah, way
0: to go. You're good at <laughs> doing that. <laughs> We're going to find out this about the show. Yeah. Uh, they're going to watch and be like, oh,
2: you said my name. <laughs> said my name. <laughs> I didn't yeah. give you permission. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> lawsuit's coming. That's it.
2: But yeah, I got to talk to Done. him. See what his plans are. There's no okay. good or bad way he could go about it. Mm-hmm. But regardless. Right, right. I'm not looking to stir the pot too much. And that's the
1: thing is like it, it's definitely something that you can't prepare for because this is something that does not happen. It's very rare for the, this kind of a tragedy to happen to where your game just stops. They have, they have to postpone or cancel it. You know, what do you do in the fantasy world? Like to me, like, listen, there's like do a lot of, just like we've world, been talking yes. about for a long time is how serious this is. This is more about life and death. So like you got to see eye to eye. Like I, I really do like what you did, Cody, in terms of, okay, we had a championship game. It, w- it wasn't lopsided. So Let's just split. Let's split the pot. Let's just make it even as long as you agree. This is kind of like the fairest way, I guess. Yeah. You know, out of the situation.
3: Mm -hmm. I I wanted to make sure, unlike (laughs) most
0: politicians, that what I said
3: was fucking stupid. There you go. Yeah, there you it's go. Like, you heard it from
0: yeah, and that's Trump. what Cody was trying to do here on this situation. That's tough. That's I'm glad I don't do fantasy anymore because that'd be you know sitting with this situation. Uh you know, yeah, Jimmy, I, I would have lost possibly. It probably, you might not even have a player. in yeah, yeah in the, I know, the game. I know. That's yeah. true. You, you never know, but uh, but it, it, it's tough you know, with that. But now when you when you talk about implications, uh, not even you know besides uh, fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. Now this about makes the game. This, this, this scenario different. The game. You know, when do you play it? I mean, we talked about this off air, too.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, what do you guys think out there in the comments? Let us know in the comments. Definitely. What do you think is the best best situation for the NFL mm-hmm. to do on this one? Here, Tom Leiter chimes in about the fantasy. What does he say?
2: He said... Uh, Play only defense and kickers in the, in the championship, championship game. game. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> how about that. I don't, <laughs> uh, there you go. That'd be one. nice. That's yeah, too but uh, for me.
0: but yeah. So yeah, I mean, what do you guys right. think about there uh, in the uh, in the comments? Let us know because I was thinking again, just the way the Pro Bowl has been, it's so bad that now they've moved it to a flag game that nobody cares about again. Um, what a perfect opportunity now for this to just you you can move it away. You know, what I mean, and I'm not saying that, you know, this is a great opportunity because of the injury and stuff. I'm just saying we need to see this game play out because there are implications in the way uh, these teams it's are very seated and where they get that one sole single uh by week, which is important to these teams. Um and they need to play it. So, do you push uh a week back, you know, where it would be your your normal wild card weekend and mo- bump everything up into that Pro mm-hmm. Bowl week? Yeah. that they have prior to the super bowl and just right. kind of skip that week off in between and just continue on and just go that 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 honestly would it's be the most difficult.
1: logical and mm-hmm. best way to handle it i mean because it doesn't interfere with their their game this week you know what i mean because they got to play week 18 still uh and it's going to be very very difficult obviously uh for for the bills and the Bengals uh to to play week 18 but nonetheless the the business doesn't stop you know what i mean unfortunately we can't just put the brakes on and just stop everything um so it's going to be very difficult for those players that have not only witnessed it but people that uh view demar as a as a brother as a as even close as a family member you know they're part of their team that's a very very sacred thing in football uh when you get to know each other and you're you're going out there week to week and you're battling other teams uh and 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 always behind each other's back so um for going forward into week 18 even though they got to play week 18 it's going to be very difficult for both teams to do so um i don't know what that's going to uh how much that's going to come into this week's performance uh because there's going to be a lot of a lot of thoughts there's going to be a lot of uh um almost almost kind of yeah emotions but also like a flashback because you step back on the football field a week later after that kind of thing happens. And it's like, wow, you know, like it takes you back. So I wonder how that's going to affect both teams. Uh, But they, they got to try to do their best uh, and and push forward here for week 18. Now when you decide to push things back and listen, I think the NFL would be kind of in favor of it too, because that means they get another week yeah. Uh, of of revenue. They get a and I, I hate to turn it that way, but yeah. let's just face it, the NFL is all about money. Yeah. Uh and if they move if they shift all these games back, shift the wild card back and so on and so forth, just to play the bill the Bills and uh Bengals game, I think that's the most logical way. I, I think that's the best way so that way it doesn't interfere with the schedule necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't interfere with the upcoming games, but this is the type of game like you mentioned. It absolutely needs to happen because this is going to possibly determine who either keeps the number one, like the Bills are number one seed right now. Mm-hmm. If, can they get the win to stay at one? Because if they lose and then the Chiefs win again, and maybe, you know what I mean? So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, variable, a lot of, a lot of things that still have to take place to figure it all out. But it's very critical. This game, for one, because the Bengals, I think, are what, third? They're the third seed right now?
0: Yeah, they're right there. I want to say, yeah.
1: So yeah. they're also mm-hmm. like, if the Bengals win, Bills lose, and the Chiefs lose, ooh, now Bengals right at the, sw- you know, slip mm-hmm. right in there. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of things are on the line, and I think that's the best way because that way you don't interfere with any kind of um, like trying to pull off a doubleheader, which is right. impossible. Yeah, like yeah, guys yeah, got to yeah, heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one uh, and, a short week. And then okay, by hold. doing by doing that, okay, we get like a you know. An extra game mm-hmm. for the season, so yeah. uh, I think that's I think you have the nail on the head on that one. I think right. that's the best way to handle it. Absolutely, Cody. What do you think
0: about this one here too? You, what do you think about that? And then that's even thinking about moving the 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 Pro Bowl. Maybe even still play it, but after I would, the Super Bowl, yeah, you know, I would, then you can still do it move changing that. that date really doesn't matter. You can still keep the Super Bowl on that date that it originally was. It's right. not like moving everything back a right. slot. Yeah. Um, so that would probably work. But if you, though, you do
1: think? that too. The, to that point, if you move the pro bowl back to where it was after the super bowl, it's also going to, it might even boost, boost. the pro bowl. Yeah. It might even boost the amount of people that are going to be willing to go because now right. it's like you got it's athletes, after. celebrities, yeah. you got even people that can plan after it. Like you had, you might have some people that are going to the super bowl or somehow they won tickets, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's like we had extra money. So we plan on going, but now we can go to the pro bowl too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, And and granted, like we always complain about the game of of the the, the Pro Bowl, yeah, yeah. uh, and how how of a a laughing joke it was because one players are kind of just going through the motions, and two, it really wasn't that interesting because you know you know they're not playing that all out. So um, now to bring it to like more of a games, yeah, when it starts even like Jerry
0: Rice will pick his team and this guy will pick his team, I think think that's lame. It's going to I hope they do something to to include the
1: fans. Like, for that Pro Bowl game, you could be the
0: coordinator. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Making a fan experience. Yeah. Cody, what do you think?
2: So, I think it'd probably be about the best way you could handle it. I can't think of many other scenarios other than moving that Pro Bowl game back, making it so we can actually see that game that's going to essentially determine the one seed in the AFC this season. I mean, Yeah. Yeah, there's no other scenarios I can think of off the top of my head that'll mm-hmm. actually work without making the teams play back-to-back games in, like, a four-day span.
0: Mm-hmm. That just wouldn't work for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a situation that, that that's faced with us here after this game. And uh, so the fact that they're not sure what's going on, you know, we'll we'll keep an eye on that, you know, as we go. But you, you for sure they've got to play it because, again, uh, playoff scenarios that are going to be brought upon us here the next week or two, um, mm-hmm. It's imp- it, it, it's all altogether, so you got to find out who, who it is. Uh, Joe, uh, why don't you tell everybody uh, out there and all of our know and about our friends here at Mohawk Honda, the people that take care oh, of you yeah. as well. Oh, yeah.
1: Let's go. Mohawk Honda, everybody. Uh, listen, the, the, this sponsor of ours, I mean, they've been with us for quite some time, too. Uh, they've been great to us, but they've, they've also let us know that, you know, they're always the best ones to go to. They can establish that relationship. They can walk you through step-by-step. Uh, to show you the best way uh, to, to maybe purchase a vehicle, or even if you wanted to possibly trade in your vehicle. A lot of times uh, with Mawaconda, the, they'll be able to give you more value than you thought you could ever get. Uh, and if you do that, that's just gonna help you in the long run to purchase a vehicle. And right now is the perfect time. If you're looking for a four-wheel drive vehicle and it's winter time up here in the Northeast, it's perfect. They got passports, they got new Ridgelines, they got new pilots coming in. Uh, Anything that you would need to take on the winter season they have for you. They have a fully stocked inventory and more inventory keeps flooding in. So they are the number one dealer in the capital region up here in upstate New York. Uh, But go down, check them out. Ask for Greg Johnson. Ask for Scott Moynihan. Those are the big wigs over there at Moconda. Maybe make sure you hook up with them. They're going to direct you in the perfect uh, path to go down to maybe purchase a vehicle for you and the best way. uh, Cheapest way you could possibly get. Uh, but Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mohawk Honda. We love them. they there again on Freeman's Bridge Road as well. And they really do go out of their way to please you, whether it's the online experience or the sales representatives, too, as well. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about it a little bit before, but we're going to get right into it now. The exciting things that's going on at the end of uh, this season here. It's the uh, NFL playoff uh scenarios that that are facing us here now this this next two weeks here now uh well now it's finally the, the final week but because of that game now there are serious implications between all this now so if you look at the seeds that are there you know the top seeds we were just talking about them, the chiefs and the bills and the Bengals. uh cody do you know the the scenario here what what how these guys can clinch here in the beginning here i know the bills uh if they win uh, two wins, and they're in. See, that's why I mean. They've got the, the win there. but uh, And what else? If they win at the Bengals and a Chiefs loss, and then the win versus the Patriots, and the Chiefs and Bengals lose in the final week here, that's the scenario that the Bills can clinch. Uh, but what, what's going on with the Chiefs and the Bengals, too, on this one?
2: All right, so before we get into that, we do have one comment that came in about what we were talking about earlier from uh, Tom Leiter. I'm sure people... Oh, yeah. Already have flights and rooms booked in regards. Oh, to for the, the wild dates. cards, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But that's easily that's easily changeable. I mean, obviously, like there's going to be times like with work, like you you took off work yeah, to to make it to there at that time. I'm sure like, and any people enough, that went it, there to
0: that game, too, to go and then it's postponed, and yeah. then you know, they got got to but you figure got out early enough notice
1: too. to where like maybe you could go back to work, like, hey, could I change my time off to, yeah. you know, this week instead? Uh, and then just kind of the NFL would actually grant that, like, the hotels and stuff. I'm pretty sure it would be okay with it as long as they have everything open. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one thing that you got to worry about is like uh, booking hotels because if it's not booked, they're good, they can make that switch. Uh, but if they're already got those rooms booked for the following week or something, then that, that, that's kind of tough. Yeah, you have to does. find a different spot. I
0: don't know, but like I said, there are implications to this, Cody. And what else? What do we have here with the um, the top three seeds? The number one seed right now is the Chiefs, at it. You know.
2: Yep. As of right now, because of the Bills not playing the game in order to keep that percentage up, so the Chiefs currently have the edge until we figure out what's going on with what they're going to do with the Bills Bengals game. Mm-hmm. But up in there, obviously you got the Bengals who they would need to win both of their games and they need the Chiefs to lose this last game if they want to secure the one seed for themselves. And the Bills, they just they gotta win these last two games, or they gotta hope that the Bengals and the Chiefs both lose their week eighteen games if they go mm-hmm. say one and one across the board.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which are you know, it's it's if you look at this scenario with some of these teams too, the these I like how the NFL does this towards the end of the, the season. Puts like the uh, tough divisional game matchups together because we talk about it all the time. These games are close most of the time. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they teams know each other. They, no matter what your record shows, it could be tough. And then some of the, the teams are already both fight, uh, you know, vying for a playoff spot. So they're hungry. So some of these games, you could see them, you know, getting a loss here or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. the Ravens pulling in on this one. But what's their scenario with uh, Lamar and, uh, you know, the Raiders, you know, they played hard last week, you know, put up some points, uh, but we're just shy, again, of, of pulling out a victory for them. But they compete all the time here against the the, the Chiefs, too, especially at home. Yeah, it's so. awfully
1: funny how that works. You know, you jettisoned Derek Carr out of there and uh, blame him for the poor offense. Yeah, we've seen things but, like this happen for us, the Giants fans. You y- oh, everybody yeah. was kind of laughing with Jarrett Stidham coming in there. I know I was I was like, I, this team is going to get destroyed. Right. Uh, because I didn't know what to expect from Stidham, one, and two, he, it was his first career start. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what can you really expect from a, a young quarterback at that point, uh, coming in la- that late in the season? So it's like, but they put 35 on the number one defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm hmm. That just goes to show you that there's further evidence of Josh McDaniels sabotaging Derek Carr and blaming him for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that was kind of laughable to see that. And then, hey, guess what, everybody? Now everybody's saying spinning it as
3: to win by the, the way. <laughs>
1: It's the defense is the problem of the Raiders. All of a sudden, how that changes, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't blame Stidham. He did good, right? He scored thirty-five points against the number one defense, but
3: that is one big pile of
1: shit. Gotta shots. gotta blame the defense now. All of a sudden, now everyone's starting to get it, you know. So it it's just kind of crazy. Like for the for the Raiders to do what they did against the Niners, um, offensively. Yeah, uh, and with a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: it just shows what the potential like you've wow. w- thought you might be able to see this year with with the with the Raiders. You know what I mean in that yeah. offense. You know, yeah. it is kind of seem weird that his guy goes in or whatever with the system. Oh, it's not and, weird. And, and we and saw then, the you know, play calling was much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like 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 Cody had brought it up before to me. uh It said, you know, it's funny how they can get them involved in the offense now. Derek Carr is there all of a, sudden. There, you know, all of a yep.
1: sudden, right? And then when Carr was there and they were healthy. Uh, they held them out of the Rams game. They were mm-hmm. due to come back that week and uh, they're both healthy and they still kept them inactive, still didn't play them. And, you know, mm-hmm. then forward it the following week, they came back off of IRR, but they were only playing limited roles, limited snaps. They're only playing on third downs, mm-hmm. which was kind of odd, you know? And then all of a sudden, now that car's gone, they're playing full time. Uh, so call it what you will, but very sus. Yeah, very sus. sus. Just a little bit. Oh
0: man, it is. It is. It's us. You um...
3: chose, <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: yeah. know, yep, absolutely. So again, uh, we're sticking with the AFC here uh, when we're looking at the uh, the playoff scenarios here. Um, AFC North title now. Again, the the Bengals here, eleven and four, clinch with a win versus the Ravens. Or a win-tie versus the Bills. So that's where they could have maybe already clinched if they beat the Bills Mm -hmm. or tied against the Bills in this last one. So uh, if they win against the Ravens here, it's all said and done, though, either way. So if they get it here, but that's going to be a close one. But again, that is depending... On what the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, kind of looks kind of shady, Definitely. too. Because Lamar Jackson, again, not even dressing, really. I mean, are they just truly <laughs> resting him for the playoffs? Or is it partially him, too, saying, well, I'm not good to go yet, too. And using that as, because he is his own He's leverage, his own too, is his own agent yep. for that for that get that get payday. So, hey, yeah, I'm not stepping sure. foot on here until first we get into the playoffs. And then I'll show you what I am do, or maybe even until I get so, that, you, uh, some <laughs> so, something from you guys saying that you're gonna pay me right that's now. the crazy thing about that what's situation. when though, i'm not in there
1: is you got lamar jackson mm-hmm. as his own agent and the funny thing is is if he's holding out they might miss the playoffs
3: yeah there's a scenario where there they don't make scenario. it
1: mm-hmm. and uh lamar jackson you gotta be careful because isn't don't you want to not only make the playoffs but also you want to get to that big dance uh and, and the only way that baltimore can do it is with you in the lineup so uh i I don't know going forward. Is this a smart play by Lamar? I don't think so. I I feel like he looks healthy. I mean, I know looks are are deceiving, but um, I see him on the sidelines all the time. He's laughing, joking, kind of moving around like, you know, like, like all natural and, and like nothing is bothering him. And, Uh, I gotta wonder. Yeah. And Tyler Huntley is is getting beat up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Tyler. I feel bad for him. And, and, and the, the, the crazy thing is like for Tyler Huntley, he's like trying to keep the ship afloat, but he's no Lamar. Uh, so he can only do so much. I feel like they're asking too much of him at times uh, to be kind of more like a Lamar Jackson. Uh, right. He's a different type of quarterback. So mm-hmm. uh, for Lamar to still not practice, even as of today, uh, hasn't practiced yet, which is very concerning for the, the Ravens. Um, I don't know if he's handling the, this situation the best as his own agent. But secondly, uh, they need Lamar. They, they really do. You can definitely see that offense kind of dive a little bit in terms of production. Mm-hmm. You look at T- Tyler Huntley, obviously his favorite you know, target is um, the tight end. Yeah, you know, yeah, Mark and Andrews. Mark Andrew, like you. So
0: same thing with Lamar. You know, he's and, there, it's, and it's, it's like crazy how even that guy they try and take him mm-hmm. out of the g- game, and he still physically manhandles guys and gets into there. It's not even open. physically
1: manhandling. It's it's he has good speed oh, for he a does guy too. his size. Yeah, absolutely, so it is. It is he, he fun run, to watch. He runs very good routes, and yeah. that's why he gets open a lot of times. So uh, it's kind of hard when when you, you're trying to make sure you cover the receivers at the same time. Now you got to worry about Mark Andrews o- uh, up the middle. So uh Baltimore in desperate need of Lamar's return I don't think he's even going to be going for this game that's what it looks like Uh, to not practice still to be Wednesday midweek and you still haven't stepped foot uh foot on the football field even in limited fashion that that's concerning uh so I would I would bet that Lamar's not going to play this week and it's going to be kind it's of scary be because you scary. got, and the, on the other hand, you got the Bengals and what they've had to deal with so far mm-hmm. and they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be home again, but man, this is a t- it's going to be tough because not only that you're dealing with what has transpired last, last week, but also you're coming into a divisional foe that it's always a grinding black and blue type of game. This, the, these two teams go at it. Uh, so who, it, it could go either way. But I would favor the Bengals on this one without Lamar being there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just need to get that win here to, to clinch it for them. Uh, Cody, an interesting scenario here, too, for the AFC is the number seven seed wildcard spot here still open between a few different types of uh, teams here. Uh, what, do you, what do you have on this one here? I know the Patriots, the Dolphins, Steelers, and Jags are all involved in this one. Uh, what's the scenario going on here?
2: All right, so when we're looking at the scenario for the AFC this upcoming week, we got the we got Patriots just need to win. They can win. They're in, but it's not saying the easiest thing this week is they're playing the Bills, correct? Mm, yeah. Yep, win at the Bills. Yep, yep, Dolphins, they need a win and a Patriots loss. Steelers need to win with the Dolphins and Patriots both falling. And the Jaguars would need... Losses by the Dolphins, Steelers, and Patriots, and that's only if they fall if to the Titans. They, if they fall
0: to the Titans. So, yeah, you know. They
2: hold the tiebreakers. I'm not sure if it's conference standings or head to head, but. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's an interesting thing. And what about that division and how that division kind of flipped upside down, right? I mean, uh, for uh, a player like Ryan Tannehill, who I think has been overlooked his career a lot, I think. Uh, But then since coming to the Titans, you know, has really rejuvenated his career, not only, but now I think with a situation like this has really shown why they had to, you know, give him that extended uh, contract and they needed him in there because with him not in there. You know, they had Malik uh, Willis there. He gets injured. And now, you know, who else Joshua is there? Dobbs. Josh, Josh Jobs you know. now. He just looks like Terrible. he's in over his head. You Terrible. know what I mean? And now the fact that, you know, uh, Derrick Henry injured on top of it, this team is a shell for himself and just plummeting. Mm-hmm. In the meantime. You got the jags who were at the bottom trying to figure out what they were doing at times they look good but then times the offense you know sputtering and stuff but now it seems like they're really clicking and that offense is really putting up a lot of points and And they're surprising a lot of people and Mm -hmm. now like i said how it's flip-flopped and 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 this division has really turned out after the beginning when we we tried to predict this division joe is nothing like i imagined
1: not at all i mean we thought you know before the season that it would be the colts we, right? we thought it, they had a legitimate he, shot of mm-hmm. taking over the division with a proven veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan. Yeah, he has his limitations just like anybody else, but we thought he gave them a little bump. But what we didn't plan for is the Colts' lack of tackles to do, to, to pass protect for him. Mm-hmm. Uh that was a bad season for any quarterback that stood behind that offensive line. They were constantly rushed, constantly pressured, and it led to some turnovers. It led to poor decision-making, and that offense kind of spitting and sputtering. And then on top of that, you sprinkle in Jonathan Taylor's you know uh, injuries that he mm-hmm. had, had, to, had to go through this whole entire season. So uh, he's been in and out of the lineup. The defense actually has been surprisingly good down the stretch. They've been managed to kind of tighten some things up regardless of missing Darius Leonard uh, and a few other key defensive backs. Uh, But they've been able to kind of like, you know, down the stretch, they've played better on the football field. They've definitely tightened up on defense. Uh, But that offense, it it fell apart. It isn't working. A lot of finger pointing going on on Frank Reich. Uh, A lot of finger pointing going on like, hey, how are we going to fix this thing? You know, some people are even... Murmuring like moving on from Frank Reich and just kind of going a whole new different direction. So uh, don't know how that's going to be headed. But with that was the favorite coming in. You know, we never expected the Jaguars to do what they've done so far uh, with a first time coach and Trevor Lawrence learning a new offense. And that defense looked promising. But man, did they did they shock us and surprise us down the stretch? They've been playing great football uh, on both sides. And, uh, hey, they're truly deserving of this division that's kind of falling apart. And even Tennessee, like you mentioned, with the injuries and so forth.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, the Dolphins uh, in this situation still, but barely holding on because of injuries at the quarterback situation too. Now with them, it's so bad now that they have actually called upon Mike Glennon, right, to join the group here on the practice squad. Uh, <laughs> he's not quarterback. A good old uh, periscope neck, you know, and uh, he's joined in in the group. and uh, Ostrich. Yeah. He is the human yeah, ostrich. Right, right? But, I mean, how good this team looked early on. You know, what I mean, and the offense exploding to again, maybe the questions mm-hmm. were maybe answered, you know, how he can lead this team. You gave him weapons around there. They're looking good offensively. Uh, but then since, you know, even his injury, just in playing some of these other tough teams, the loss is piling on top of each other and they are just plummeting so much. So now we were talking about the, the Patriots out of all teams in this scenario here with uh, a former defensive coordinator calling plays Mac Jones, getting upset with him on the sidelines, blowing up, people calling him a dirty player. And in turmoil, you know, Patriots not looking exactly like they all are. And then the jets played themselves out of the scenario. I mean, this AFC East, we talked about it weeks ago about debating that this might be one of the best divisions, you know, in the league along with the most competitive NFC East, you know, I mean, they're, they're right there. They're like, wow, are these two of the best divisions right now, the way they're playing, but with injuries and, and the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks, some of these teams just plummeting and now allowing uh, teams like even the Steelers to even be able to play into this one is really interesting. What do you think, Cody? It was,
2: Definitely been interesting to watch when you see just how hot, you know, teams like the Jets were. Teams like the Patriots were a little little inconsistent most of the season, but it's like once they lost that momentum that had been getting them through each game, it was just a total deep dive. You know, a lot of the games, you know, at least for the Jets with Mike White, more of on the positive aspect, but whenever you had to get guys like Zach Wilson in there, it was pretty rough to watch, and then even Chris Treveller for part of a game, just painful and the whole division. I don't particularly want either of them in the playoffs <laughs> at this point, so I don't think there'll be much competition.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's nuts. But again, the fact that we we're talking about the Jags being in this whole situation um, now, we you know how they talk about with scenarios with with head coaches like who's the coach of the year. You know, a lot of people think it's Brian Dable too. You know, uh, you know how they brought the Giants into the playoffs stuff. Maybe even Doug Peterson at this point, which how that team was terrible with the way urban meyer left this team and now to make a playoff push like this and get it together within a, a year or two as well he would probably be in a situation you know to at least a conversation of something like that but that's an interesting spot right there dude for, for the seventh seed in this uh, afc playoff tree uh this year has definitely been uh, a little different, Joe, wouldn't you say? A little exciting, too. And the, the parody, it's all over the place, I think, this season. I think that's
1: the biggest difference this year in the NFL. No. Like, for once, it's been the something that we've... I wouldn't say all of us wanted, because some of us our teams were better than others. Mm. But, like, as a football fan, this is what you look forward to. Every single week, every game means something. Every single week, every game is close. There's not a whole lot of blowouts. You know what I mean? That that happened very rarely this season, and that's something that that you I hope that everybody would like to see. You know, you want to see both teams in whatever contest to be competitive and to and to see those good games down to the wire. I mean, we've seen a ton of those games this year where it was decided by a field goal. You know, whether it be win or lose, and sometimes sudden death, sometimes you know what I mean, and going into overtime. It's been real exciting. Uh, for football fans, to to you kind of kind of rekindles a lot of those old school games that were used to be like that, where it went right down to the wire, seconds away. You know what I mean? No timeouts. You got to run, rush the kicker, kicking team out there and kick a field goal real quick to win the game. So um, a lot more excitement. We've seen a lot of of a hell of really close games, uh, and I think it's good for football. I think this is something that's really good for football. We've seen the. A crap ton of of personnel changes uh this offseason tons of trades that we normally don't get to see big impact type of trades tyree kill leaving the chiefs aj brown leaving tennessee you know, adams never thought he would leave green bay uh so uh a lot of things have transpired in a short amount of time and it's been really really exciting this year uh, of the nfl
0: Yeah, absolutely. uh, Cody, why don't you tell everybody now we're going to switch to the NFC situation here. And uh, the number one seed now is getting a little spicy here at the end of this uh, season now, too, with uh, the way the Eagles were dealing with injuries, too, of Jalen Hurts uh, and having Gardner Minshew in there, uh, allowing maybe the Cowboys to sneak in there in this one.
2: Yep, the Eagles, it's been a little weird watching them lose the last two weeks when you just thought they've been waiting for them to lock it in, lock it in. Even with Minshew, you know, they've had two straight, kind of heartbreaking losses. And uh, going along with the Hurts injury, we've also not been seeing uh, Lane Johnson, who's also been out, who's just a huge part of anchoring down that offensive line and the leader on the offense. And it's been right up there in terms of things, just as important as Jalen Hurts being out But with them losing these games, it has allowed teams like the 49ers to come back into the picture, the Cowboys to come into the picture while it being a little less likely with the 49ers having an easier matchup this week versus the uh, Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the situation here that they're facing, uh, they need – now to really win i mean before when i had talked about them when they faced the cowboys i thought maybe and they looked at it as well we got minchu coming in he could fill the spot uh we can maybe suffer a loss here and then we'll just bounce back next week but last week was supposed to be that next week and it hasn't really happened and like <laughs> he said it's even injuries on top of it. and now this defense that looked really good throughout the season is getting points scored on it too so not really keeping yep. them in these games so on top of the compounding, you know turnovers by Gardner Minshew, you can't bounce back from that. After that, you know what it's really
1: tough when your defense is on the football field a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gardner Minshew, I love the guy, but um, despite you know a little bit of a rough patch on the offense without Jalen Hurts using his legs and using his running mobility to kind of open up this offense and keep keep the defense guessing, uh, we've seen with Gardner Minshew, it's a little bit different it's ran differently you know he he runs the offense way different he's not that kind of like high speed mobile quarterback he has ability to to, to run uh but he's just never have has been that type of a guy uh, so the offense is going to change and with that you might trip over your feet a couple times you know you mean you're not getting those long drives those scores at the end uh, that you once were with Jalen Hurts at the helm so Uh, Another big thing, too, is is when your defense is constantly getting on the football field, they get tired more often and faster. And and then that wears on them later on down into the fourth quarter to the point where now they're giving up big chunks of yards. Uh, So and the other thing that the defense sustained that was a a big loss is uh, Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat, the defensive end, the young defensive end that's kind of been preying on quarterbacks all season long. He goes down with an injury uh, to his neck. Not sure how long he's going to be out just yet. Still waiting to hear some more feedback, more updates on that. But also, you know, a positive for them is with Josh Sweat exiting, Robert Quinn is due to come back from IR. So uh, a quick switch of the DNs is going to, you know, help them out there. Uh, But going forward, this team, this is one of those things where we've always talked about injuries. You can't plan for it. Injuries are so important to try to help keep that team rolling, regardless of how many you have. Uh, and this is the first time that the Eagles this season have, have had to face major adversity. You know they've had to play through m- missing their starting quarterback. They they go they lose a DN this this past week. You know they're they're starting to sustain some injuries to the starting uh, rotation to where it's it's hindering their team. Uh, so let's see going forward with Hurts likely coming back. Um, let's see if they're able to overcome some of those injuries, especially defensively.
0: Right, right, and then um, if you look at the scenario here for them now, they just need to win against the Giants or tie. but it looks like they That's can. Last time, yeah. That's going to be a good game. Last time, it is now. I think it is the way the Giants have been playing, and now you've got Gardner Minshew in there. Mm-hmm. Last time, they got decimated by the Eagles, but there's mm-hmm. a different team right now, like you're saying. I mean, and the way the Giants, if they can do play well on all phases, like they did last week, and you right. know Daniel Jones, do what he did too as well. I mean, 90, was it 92 yards rushing or something like that, Cody, and like – you know, almost 200 yards passing. I think you know he had mm-hmm. two rushing touchdowns on top of it too. Dual plus the threat. Passing. Yeah, that's all balanced. That's the Daniel Jones we want to see. That's what mm-hmm. we've been hoping that we would get. You know, uh, we by we you know we. And that's by week. also
1: the Daniel Jones that the Giant staff wants to see. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's actually giving them a lot of trust now. Yeah, we've we've heard even rumors. I don't know how true they are, but they got to be somewhat true. Is that the staff is so, they like Daniel Jones. They're mm-hmm. so much in love with Daniel Jones at this point that they're like, you know what, we could not only build a really good offense with him, but also we're going we're gonna to do our best to, to keep Barkley and Daniel Jones on this organization. So uh, if they are able to it's do that,
3: that's going to
1: not only help the team because now they've made a decision where he's definitely the guy. He's definitely our franchise quarterback. We're gonna roll with him, and we don't have to like try to find all over again to find a new quarterback. Which I'm sorry, but some people out there thinks it's it's so easy. It's very difficult. Let me just let me just say this: before Derek Carr with the Raiders, the last best quarterback that they had was Rich Gain in 2002. Think about how long ago that was. That was the last time they had a good quarterback. So it's very difficult to find that type of franchise quarterback. It might be. A, Wow. Very smidgen of, of um, success this, you know, this time in this era where you see a lot more talented quarterbacks coming out of college, uh, but it's still very, very difficult to find one. And I think the Giants have their guy and, and Barkley, if they're even able to do that and build that offense and build the defense, they got themselves a, a real contender.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, and when you look at them, the way they've been playing, so this is going to be a closer game when these guys go at it here. So the you know, Cowboys are watching it closely on this one because, again, if they can pull out a victory here and the Eagles lose to the Giants, I mean, that they they flip-flop here. They've got it. They're in. Uh, but the Cowboys, now for the Eagles, they need the Cowboys to lose or tied to the Commanders. And at this point, if it's Carson Wentz, and what, what's going on with the Commanders again, they're just a joke it's not down. Wentz. Like, it's not Wentz. All right, they're going to put Tiny, Taylor No, Heineken they're not Vicken. putting no, Taylor Henry. No? Oh, my goodness.
1: Guess <laughs> who, <laughs> they're, <Yeah>. putting <laughs> who they they're putting put in? They're putting in draft Al. pick Sam Howell oh, uh, from gosh. North Carolina. Now, if, All right. So if,
0: why, is it safe to say now Ron Rivera's making Is is he cleaning out his locker know. now? It is his, his desk. Honestly, know, like, what's going because here's the situation.
1: There's obviously behind closed doors, there's disagreements on who should quarterback, who they should look at. You know they they already know that they're they're out of the out of the playoffs. So now that that's happened, it's I think there's an ongoing debate. I think it's going to be between Ron Rivera. I think it's the offensive coordinator. I think it's the 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 front office, the brass of Washington, uh, how they want to attack going forward. Maybe they might be maybe the maybe uh, Dan Snyder and his family don't like Taylor Heineke. Maybe maybe they're. And say, hey, you know what? We're gonna just do whatever we can in free agency. Maybe they're bringing in someone completely different next year, again. Maybe they're gonna draft someone this year. You know what I mean? So they could go a lot of different ways, uh, but f- for them and Ron Rivera, that, that's, to me, it's the most uncertain organization at this point. Like, we don't know what direction they're going to go in right now.
0: Yeah, even for a team that was right there on the cusp of of making the playoffs, too, as well. I mean, they had a hard-fought game against the Giants, and the Giants ended up uh, getting that victory in there, but they still, mathematically, still had a chance. It
1: was a power power struggle, really. We got
0: some comments here down here, Joe, too. Why don't we get to some of these? Some some guys out here are with us here. They want to talk Giants here. What do we got, Cody? All right, we got uh, Joan...
2: Who is this? Eric Bowers. Eric yeah.
0: Bowers in the house with us. What's tonight? going on,
2: Eric Bowers? There yeah, we he's go. He's got ah. ah. yeah, He says. Cut it. <laughs> Jones needs some other wide receivers. Hodgins has definitely stepped up as the go to guy besides James and Slayton. But it's a must win game for the Eagles to secure the number one seed. Oh, and much love, Joe. Much love to Joe.
0: Oh, wow. I
1: appreciate yeah. that, brother. Thank you so much, Eric, and welcome to the show. It's been awesome. My man. My man. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh go. but yeah, I mean, he's you know, this is what we're talking about. So it's it, you know, this is it in this week, it's very critical for a lot of things to happen. You know what I mean? You could lose a spot, you know what I mean, you could gain a lot. Uh so let, I, I don't know. I can't wait for the games to to start because there's a lot of implications for sure.
0: Right, right. And then again, just for them to clinch, too, and get that uh, to get the number one seed, it's 49ers loss or a tie mm. versus the Cardinals, which is highly unlikely, but who knows? You never know. So that brings hey. us to the 49ers, too, as yeah. well. They will clinch uh, with any of the following here, too, as well. Win versus the Cardinals or an Eagles loss versus the Giants. So, again, they're watching this one, too, and so they're telling me there's a chance. So there's a chance, even, <laughs> tier two. So, and that's all for the number one seed. So this is a three-way race Mm two, uh you know so the 49ers are sneakily getting into this mix and you want to talk about uh getting through injuries this team has been the epitome of it one trey lance they they named him as the starter in the beginning Mm -hmm. boom he's down he's out but luckily again they held on to jimmy g in their back pocket there he is shining like you know brass and gold right here for him and getting it done but again jimmy g he goes down with the injury so Mr. Irrelevant. They bring him in here again. Brock and Purdy. Brock Purdy, and everybody loves it, and he's just getting it done. You know what I mean? Along riding on that defense, but with the weapons that you have, too, as well, I mean, it's hard not to, but that's what your job is as a backup yeah. to keep the ship afloat but, in these times. Let's face but, it. I mean,
1: this doesn't normally happen. No, it, it doesn't. That's it, why I'm saying take it's a pretty look at, spectacular at Take a look at, at Brock Purdy, what where he came from. On mr irrelevant draft pick the last draft pick in the draft Mm -hmm. taken uh and from iowa state like Mm -hmm. everybody all 32 teams overlooked or 31 teams overlooked them besides the niners Mm -hmm. and when they were sitting there with the last pick like hey you know we're gonna take a shot in the dark on this kid we like what he has we like the head on his shoulders he's very cerebral and accurate and we we like what we have there he also has some mobility that we also like in our offense so uh he comes in and is learning under guys like jimmy garoppolo who a vet uh trey lance was supposed to be the starter number three overall pick so he better you know do something uh to to at least make this this coaching staff look look like they know what they're doing and uh you know lance goes down with an injury okay well they got jimmy in their back pocket they're okay and then jimmy goes down and everyone's like oh gee the niner fans i could only only imagine the panic at that moment in time they're like now we're down to our third string quarterback well looks like um we're screwed but pleasant surprise brock purdy comes in and just kind of manages the game doesn't try to do too much uh executes the offense extremely well and is very poised like he doesn't get frazzled he doesn't you know get pressured and 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 misjudge the play so um niners have have struck lightning in a bottle i would say because not only did they draft trey lance three overall and they had jimmy g in their back pocket most likely going to be going into free agency and looking for another team this uh this season Mm -hmm. uh but now they have yet another quarterback where very like the 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 most minimal draft pick you could ever use and he could be potentially your starter Mm -hmm. that's incredible
0: yeah yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got a uh, know-it-all in the house too, as well, right? Uh, Cody in the house. Who we got here?
2: Oh, yeah, we got uh, Zach Walker hopping in. Oh, welcome, Zach.
0: Boom, Boom. there he is. Welcome it's to, it's to the Zach. show. There we Hey, go. y'all. Oh, check it out. All right, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. We're talking the uh, scenarios here for the uh, the 49ers and, and the Cowboys and the NFC right now. And the so it's a little harder for the Cowboys. You know, it's nice for yeah. them if they do happen to get that, um, you know, the, the the Eagles do lose, so then they can instantly get the, the NFC East. That mm-hmm. buys them a ticket instantly. But if, if the Eagles win, so then they have an issue, so then they do need the 49ers to lose and, and to get in and th- things like that to make it to the playoffs So and, and uh, beat the Commanders on top of it. So a little harder for them to be mm-hmm. the number one seed but yeah. it's still possible. There's still a chance. It's for a them, chance, you know but I mean? not likely. Yep. But it's Got not it. likely for these guys, especially the way they've been playing. Again, I mean, uh, we we talked about it. the last couple of weeks that defense too has had allowed. Uh, you know, the people can still run all over them. Uh, their um their corners are getting getting beat. You know, at times too. Again, uh, Trayvon Diggs, we keep talking about it about him trying to anticipate the the picks and the interceptions to where he's caught looking all the time and getting beat. Um, and then Dak Prescott. He's been over. He's been a turnover from a machine to where, um, a lot of these uh, Cowboys fans or whoever that want to talk great about how Dak Prescott is and his QBR rating throughout his career and all this crap throughout the season. He's really turning the ball over frequently in the past couple weeks here, and that could be detrimental when it comes to playoff time. Uh, obviously,
1: absolutely. I mean, that's the thing too is, and everyone's kind of overlooking that that Dak Prescott stat. Mm-hmm. The amount of interceptions he's thrown is only second to Derek Carr, so for and, and and that's crazy like Derek Arthur I think 17 so far this season you know and, and then Dak Prescott I, I believe he has 14 or something like that interceptions this year Uh so uh a guy that a lot of people praise and say how good he is running this Cowboys offense and everything and then he's second in terms of leading in interceptions which is not a stat you want to lead in so uh um, yeah. and the, he's still playing Carr's not he's done yeah, yeah. It. so it very well could possibly in one more in this week's game maybe he throws three more mm-hmm. you know what i mean and ends up tying them so um
0: yeah and I, he doesn't I would have say, the cushion of it being a new offense and right the now.
1: crazy thing is that deck prescott is not even being assaulted verbally or anything like that like oh my god he sucks let's change quarterbacks to cooper rush you know yeah, what i mean yeah, we don't yeah, see yeah, exactly. we don't hear any cooper rush chants going on and stuff because he's throwing picks but it, 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 to me like that's what baffles me you know as a football fan when you when you see a, a quarterback that's struggling and, and and everyone's kind of overlooking that they're not even paying attention to to that
2: there we go. I actually got it up uh, right here in front of me. We got was a got? three-way tie for the top of interception. It is a three-way tie. Yeah, between Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Dak Prescott. Congratulations, you played well. Kirk
1: up. Cousins made up a lot of ground in the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah so uh um, yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, and he's back to regular Kirk Cousins. It seems like Joe, you know Kirk that, Cousins that we yeah, all talk about. I think Kirk, Kirk Cousins I
1: mean? played himself out of a uh, contract. Right, You know, Minnesota point, might be looking for a quarterback fully
3: guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, it's the
1: it's, it's right. last year. Yeah. So he's he's not going to get a new one mm-hmm. unless no. you want to take a low ball offer somewhere else.
2: Mission fouled. We'll get him next time. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean, again, the way the Minnesota again, it looks and. uh last week, again, falling flat on their face. You know, it seemed like they didn't even show up for that game. Uh, But they've been having close games that they barely can pull out, you know, whether it be luck or just miraculous get it together here. Uh, But they've been that team that everybody still – we're at week 18 right now, Joe. And Mm -hmm. I think people still have questions about the Minnesota Vikings and uh, how good are they really, you know what I mean, with with everything. I think we know Justin (laughs) Jefferson is great. But if you look past that, what else do we, we, we have here for this? And team? look
1: at look at Justin Jefferson and his frustration last week. you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, but slamming the helmet be, on he's got to be. Yeah, you're not yeah. You, you're not using him, not using him enough, not not making plays happen to get him open. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, he's one of the best route runners in the game. So yep. if one of the best route runners in the game is not getting the football, you're not developing a, a or calling a different play to get him open. I mean, come on, that, that's got to be there's got to be some criticism on the on the offensive, you know, coordinator at that point, you know. So, oh,
0: man. And I just watched this play with Aaron Rodgers and not did that m- pump fake at the goal line and, and then just ran it in. All. And not to mention it's so you, dirty.
1: You look at the Vikings defense and how inept they've been as of late. They're not playing solid football like like we saw early on this season. Yeah. Uh, so it's going hand in hand. Offense and defense is kind of collapsing right before our eyes. Right before they they, were, they had, like, it's crazy about the momentum that they had once. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like limping into the playoffs, like, they could be one and done yeah.
0: in round as one. Yeah, as division leaders for them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that NFC East title now is still up for grabs. We talked about, again, the, the Eagles and Cowboys. Eagles 13 and 3. Cowboys 12 and 4. Again, win versus the Giants or a Cowboys loss at Commanders. The Eagles got the title. And the cowboys need to win against the commanders and the eagles to lose to the giants which could happen under Minshew. uh it's going to be interesting that's going to be a good game i'm mm-hmm. fired up as a giants fan uh watching them the way they played last week was really exciting to watch too i fully and, and expect Hertz to be there though um yeah he figured you know he you he, would think this is again, big, they haven't said they had to walk go ahead go join in on this cody because yeah, cody's believe, got information on I believe this so.
2: hurts has actually been uh trending upwards I believe he had a limited practice yeah. earlier yeah. today. No, so he's if they can considered get him uh, full practice in either tomorrow or right, that's good. Friday, then it's
1: he's considered day hard, to day.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so. tough to think they'd let him miss this game with the yeah. number one seed in and the and implications. Right, yeah. uh, that's what I
1: mean. Here. That's why I, like they They'll need him, him the so to rest his body as long this. as he's healthy enough. Like they say day to day. When they say day to day, that means he's pretty close. Yeah, like it's it's almost a guarantee that he's coming back this week because of the importance. Mm-hmm. So uh, nonetheless it's gonna be a hell of a game i mean this is this is gonna be awesome i hope
0: it's not like the last game so you know we'll we'll see we'll see what can happen here for maybe the giants learned some things last time yeah absolutely um now let's let's skip to again the other scenario here for the nfc um we got the number seven seed wild card that's still up for grabs here cody why don't you tell everybody what's going on with that with the uh seven seed in the scenarios that are facing uh, all these teams here
2: all right add that up here we got the lions packers and seahawks kind of in a little bit of a weird spot because if you look right now it'll show the seahawks at the top but the seahawks are not just winning it they have to win and the packers have to lose because the back the packers have a better uh conference record okay yeah so the lions though they are very dependent on they have to beat the packers to get in and they need the seahawks to lose
0: Mm-hmm. and you know the packers they need to clinch uh with a win versus the lions and the lions have been a really tough team to beat too with the way that offense has been going for them um they've really been putting out a lot of numbers too as well two teams with those guys in the jags uh really becoming you know an explosion of offense right now at this point uh lions now for them to clinch and again as you go through some of these uh these teams in the nfc here there is a longer laundry list of things that need to happen so it is one of those things right like, so you're saying there's a chance but <laughs> it, it is a lot of scenarios that need to happen for some of these teams to make it uh, but the the Lions at 8 and 8 clinch with a win at the Packers and a Seahawks loss or a tie versus the Rams or a tie versus the Packers Seahawks lost to the Rams or a tie versus the Packers and the Rams uh, Seahawks tie and the commanders win versus the Cowboys. That's a lot to be said, confused. I don't think is ever going to happen. See, that's what I mean. These scenarios, I think, like,
1: I think next time we need to put like a picture. Yeah. Of like yeah. The but, graphic
0: there, you yeah. know, but, um, but the Seahawks again, clinch with a win versus the Rams and the Packers loss the, the lions, uh, versus yeah versus the lions or a tie versus the Rams and the lions Packers tie commanders lose versus the Cowboys, so those three major games right here are the all in the implications of what happens with this seating um but with the scenario here packers that uh is gonna be a tough game i think that's gonna, gonna be, be a, a one. close one yeah. yeah um you know seahawks and rams that's a different team under um, baker mayfield now it just really really is it's very different you know yeah. and, and i think they're playing better maybe even right now at this point you know with, with the way with with the the, the the personnel that they have available to them right, right now, right. you know, doing something at yeah. least, you know, because before it seemed like, again, drawn to stick to the game, same old game plan. Mm. They didn't want to try to run the football at all. and That's because that's not their, their makeup. Not, it isn't, it, but it, it, sometimes it isn't. you, you got to play the, to what they give you. There's a team, a different team that you're facing every week. I know everybody's got a game plan you want to get into and stuff, but you got to face what's in front of you and react to what's happening within that game. Yeah, and, and that's what I think you're sometimes now. some of these offensive coordinators, uh, Sean McVay, we've seen it in the Super Bowl, wants to still do what he kind of does, but not really reacting to what the other team's giving him and make the, the changes to to become successful.
1: But that's what we're seeing from him now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing since the personnel has changed, Stafford's not in there. You know, so he had to make things work with Warf- uh, Wolford and and hopefully like kind of Holy manage it. Moly. What's and, that, and now. Uh, you got a a team that's decimated by offensive line injuries. And then he's managed to change that offense and kind of make it create it and change it into a more of a running style offense to uh, for Baker Mayfield. And this is something different for Baker, because now uh, with with him at the at the helm, you're seeing a little bit different offense than what we normally see for the Rams. We're seeing Baker Mayfield, who also has mobility, unlike Stafford that's what's changing this offense going forward. So you're seeing a different type. You're seeing a lot of different RPOs that you didn't normally see. You're seeing uh, some jet sweeps. uh, You're seeing from Tutu Atwell, who's one of the speedsters on that team, no Cooper Cup, you know, and they're still missing some – and they're still missing Big Aaron Donald on the defensive side. They might as well just say, hey, you're on IR. You're done. I mean, you can retire if you want at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've made your money. I don't think it's – you can't hang around anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no – super bowl run anymore we we seen the 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 writing on the wall at this point so uh for the rams going forward
0: there's two guys that were just making it work tired that being the wrong decision and coming back right (laughs) Uh, there's a few out there right Uh, but uh yeah there's the playoff scenarios out there it's just interesting uh to look at week 18 it's upon us joe this Mm seem the season seemed like it just blew by like what do you think cody it just seems like the season has just kind of flew flown by
2: with everything right yeah, I mean, for sure. It feels like, you know, just yesterday we were starting off on week one. And now here we are, week 18, talking about playoff scenarios. And, you know, I'm actually in here instead of in the comments. Yeah, trying absolutely. To wait for you guys Feel to Feel free pick to me. jump
0: into whenever we're talking and, about. you got that's something the other on thing, your mind because yeah. I see you nodding to some stuff. Dude, that's just the other go thing, too, is, right is,
1: is um, this is how it always feels at this time, though. Like, yeah. we always say this every single season, but, like, Man, it's flown by, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Because this is one of those things, and that's why, you know, this is what makes this show great is that we have such passion for the game that everything, because we enjoy doing this type of type of deal, like, it, everything flies by. It, it, it doesn't, like, it doesn't drag on, like, baseball, for crying out loud. You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's the thing is, like, football it's it's something that is is it's a special sport it's a team oriented sport and uh th- th- this game it flies by every season like just like Cody was saying week one it feels like you we know, are week one all of a sudden we blink and like here we are week 18 we're the last week of the season yep it's crazy
0: yeah absolutely absolutely Joe and again it has flown by it has flown by for everything and you know what um it's 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 been a crazy uh, year for our picks too. again joe the the yearly picks competition is going on it's always crazy it is and uh again you you've had me pretty much most of the season here going on but it's been back and forth a little bit here you had me most of the season no no you've been on top man you've been a top dog it's been tough you've been on point the last last year then this year it's tough you know it's it's great too i I love the competitiveness and you know we're talking about parody this is the ultimate parody right now too as well you know but this was a season that it has been tough to get some of these games you don't know what team you're getting even with the injuries on top of but even showing (laughs) up some of them just don't show up at times are you kidding i mean Uh, look
1: at what we've had to had to pick with i mean injuries we didn't plan on you know uh teams actually performing at certain times the craziest thing this season was the first half the first half it's like oh i think i got this team figured out now what the hell just happened how did the chiefs lose what the (laughs) yeah The Chiefs lost to the colts right (laughs) exactly they lost to the
3: colts
1: (laughs) so it's like it's something that you can never guarantee a win and, and that's why it's any given sunday it doesn't matter what the matchup is you never know
0: what to expect yeah we had two ties this season too as well um, but yeah, again, it's the picks competition. Mike Tackett's been keeping track of his out there. You guys keep track of yours out there. I know Cody's keeping track of his out there too as well. Yep. Uh, Cody, why don't you show everybody the, the uh, stats of what we have here so far in the competition. See where we're at. Um, yeah, so again, after this past week, it was a tough one. We both did pretty well, but I was able to bounce back and now we're completely tied, Joe. That's right. So it is all on the line uh, for the drink here. That's right here. I've got it in my hand here. The bottle... Of this, it's a football shaped liquor bottle here. And we're just, look at that <laughs> nozzle on there, too, man. And we fill this whole That's thing crazy. up with liquor. And when it's not just beer, like we do put actual liquor and juice in there. And it is a blast. Uh, Tom Weider knows you know, yeah, know, also we come have, out to watch that episode. It's like right after the Super Bowl. I think, we have some
1: of the OG know-it-alls that it's like their favorite show of the year. It is. Because they get to see, you know, drinking, and yep. one of us is going to be he severely punished.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be tight. And now, with, be cool. and now
1: with Cody here kind of running the show, yeah. uh, it, I think it's going to add another fun element.
0: Absolutely. As he gets more comfortable, too, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely by the so. way
1: everybody this is cody's very first show it's his debut and uh he's doing a very very good job i mean this is yes is, this has been nice. doing pretty well yep.
0: I, I was absolutely moving the, the camera sw- you know around and everything Boston, you know, i mean we got
1: up. uh as far as facebook goes we got four people checking in on the show all right absolutely. um Just wanna, you know, grab your ears here, Uh, but listen, if you're new to the show or if you know somebody that really does enjoy football and likes to talk and likes to banter, well, this is the place to go. With the number one interactive football talk show there is, make sure you do us a huge favor, and believe me, this is a huge favor. If you could go over to YouTube, search us up, Football on the Know Show, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, let you guys know when we go live. And you can also follow us on Facebook, become a member, become a know-it-all, and believe me, every like, every comment, every subscription, every time you uh, click that notification bell, it lets YouTube know that you want to see more of us. So that's going to help us boost up in the algorithm. So make sure you do that for us. Really appreciate it. Listen, the crazy thing about this is if everybody from Facebook goes over to YouTube. Yeah, tonight, tomorrow, whenever and click, just click subscribe. That's mm-hmm. all we're asking. You don't have to watch it on YouTube but just click subscribe. And if you do that, we're going to have 900 members on YouTube and be so close to being a monetized goal. Yeah, We need a thousand members over there. We're still climbing slowly, but surely, but we need your help.
0: Yeah. We're about 900 on Facebook right now. So it's, yeah, that'd be awesome to build that up too. So it'd be cool. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Let's get into it, Joe. Let's get into the picks competition. We've got Cody here for this one too, as well. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's get it going. Um, so, Saturday, we're going to have Saturday games again. You know, everybody asked last week, too. They're like, uh, are there games on this Saturday? Like, they did it last no, week, too. You know, be all like, no, they're all on Sunday. You know, so... Uh but now here they are. Yeah, as they They're get back closer on to Sunday, the end. So yep. here they are again on Saturday. We've got uh, some good games. I think that Tennessee-Jacksonville game is going to be close. But here we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Vegas Raiders. Like I said earlier in the show, Vegas plays better at home. They really like being there at the Death Star and in a black hole and the Kansas City uh, going there. But instead of them, you saw a different offense going on here. But, you, again, you well, say so your head coach right the way offense. it is. <laughs> uh so you know, but is that enough for the Vegas Raiders to 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 pull out a victory here against the Kansas City Chiefs? Me, I'm, really, I'm not a believer in it right now. Again, I'm riding here on the Kansas City Chiefs. They still need to lock in that spot. I think of they're going to want to perform and do well. And uh, I like the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. Not much to say about this one. What, yeah. do you, what do you think?
1: I mean, the Raiders, like, they love playing spoiler. That's one thing they love to do. They love to play spoiler, especially for a divisional opponent. Uh, this is a game that doesn't mean anything to the Raiders, but pride. I mean, this is something that the Chiefs have had their winning ways over the Raiders for, for many, many years right now. They kind of just know them to the point where they just end up beating them no matter what. Uh, but Vegas Raiders, their one drawback is their defense. That's the only thing that's kind of been haunting them this whole season, uh, besides the inept play calling from the majority of the year, except for last week. Uh, but uh, that's, what, that's what holds them back from winning a lot of games. And because of that, I feel like that's going to be the difference in this game. I mean, can the Raiders defense, you know, tighten up and, and and do what is needed to do to help slow down Kansas City's offense and maybe get a couple stops throughout the game? If they can do that and, and keep playing the same offense that they did against the Niners, which was impressive, putting up 35. Uh, I think Vegas has a shot in this one, obviously, but I think because of their lack of defense and Kansas City is in so much need to win this game because it means so much for them going into the playoffs that I think Kansas city is going to come into to Vegas and, and they're going to steal a win here.
2: All right, Cody, what do you got? Yep, I am also, I'm not going to be breaking any trends. We're going to be sticking with the chiefs as much as I liked what I saw from sit this last week, really getting Waller Renfro and the game plan while still letting Devonte Adams do what he does best, which is score touchdowns. It's, I don't think it's going to be a very close game. I don't think we're going to see Stidham putting up 35 plus points again. I think this could be the kind of game that is close initially, but just turns into a runaway by the end. And we actually got another comment in. We got Brandon Zacapita. Ooh yeah, big bro, yeah, um, big bro. Yeah, yeah there we were talking about. Welcome to the show, brother. The YouTube subs. He said, "Let's go." And then talking, I don't know when he said it, but talking with the Chiefs Raiders, he just said, nope. Nope. Maybe it was to the Raiders. Computing? Maybe to the computers. Know.
0: Yeah, probably not. You know, again, Doesn't I know he's not. To the he, games. He's in your family, but he is not a Raiders fan. You know, he ended up skipping that whole thing and found yeah. his own way in in a shitty team. He's, he's and a that's Falcons. the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. 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 So there you go. He found his way to another terrible team. Apparently,
1: he hasn't seen any yeah. of the Chief Raider games because <laughs> they're like <laughs> last game they played, and, that, and play. that was with Carr <laughs> with a bad bad offense. Yeah, and they and they lost by one. Yep. Uh, so. Yeah, they're, they're always close.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cody, take us into the next one. We got Tana, Tennessee, and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you got for this one, buddy? All
2: right, and that one, I'm hoping that we can see Derrick Henry really t- just take over in this game so we can keep it close, because if we're being honest, Josh Dobbs is just not going to be able to do much. I'll be surprised if we even see him get close to the 200-yard mark in this game, and I just – Barring Derrick Henry going off for some crazy 200-yard, three-touchdown game, I think Jacksonville is just going to be able to take this, and it might even get ugly if they can get an early lead. Big question is, Cody, is
1: will Dobbs throw one touchdown pass?
2: Mm. (laughs) That's a stretch. Maybe like a 10-yard touchdown (laughs) when they get into the red zone, but I don't see. He doesn't exactly have a cannon. Yeah, Jaguars easy for me.
0: All right, there you go. You've got Jacksonville on this one. Uh, all right. Are you going with the next one, Joe, or is it going to be? It's me on there, here. so I'll go with me. How about that? <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Cody, just lead the show on this part, man. You you rolled it with this yeah. one. This is your thing. All right, all right. Tennessee, Jacksonville again. Tennessee, we've seen what what we've seen out of these guys. Again, um, they're a shell, their former self. Uh, you know, in And they can only do so much with Mike Vrabel. I mean, he's been a really great coach, and he's been able to get through situations like this. Right. Uh, But it's just too much at this point. Um, And now Jacksonville's just riding high. You know, they're going to come into this on fire, uh, wanting to make this playoff push here. I think they're locked in. uh, The the quarterback and the the coach here are in sync now. Um, And they're running on all cylinders. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars here at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, how could you not like the Jaguars at this point? Uh, Jaguars are, are playing great football right now for the for what they have available. And they got a lot of momentum. And and that's something that's really big going into the playoffs. So uh, looks like they will get this game. Uh, I hope Dobbs has a little success. So he isn't the worst quarterback ever to start. Um, but all in all, Tennessee, they got a really big uphill climb here to to beat the Jags. So I think the Jaguars are too much.
0: All right, that leads us into the Sunday games here. Uh, we got the Baltimore Ravens. No, now we're Ravens, going to right? Sunday, Sunday, oh, Sunday, Sunday geez. here, January eighth. How about that? Uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals again. This game, um, these guys, you know, hate each other. Mm-hmm. It's always a knockout, dragout out yeah. game too. But what kind of team are we going to see out of the Bengals at this point? Um, coming because even though they were, they were still affected by that game, whether they, you know, it was their teammate or not. You know and going through that situation and then coming back out here and going into play again at least there's get to stay home they're gonna be at home and the jungle's gonna get wild here and we brought we talked about it man that game that was <laughs> it looked bad for the bills so you know the bills not being able to play that game mm-hmm. uh for them i mean it you know the the, the they, cincinnati had come to play and that that crowd was rocking so it's going to be the same thing here for baltimore um now if it's going to be uh hundley again he, he's got another thing coming. It's going to be rough for him coming out of here. Is Lamar going to sit? Is he going to be able to play? I don't know exactly right now. We're not hearing a whole lot out of this, so, so it doesn't look good so. for them. And it stinks because you talked about it before when they – had their opportunities just to roll into this playoffs and now they're mm. just dropping and, and they, Okay. I guess we're good with that. You know, a little right. Scary, safe, you know, it's but what is Lamar going to get after this whole situation? So that's instantly after this season's over, that's going to be the narrative be, for the Ravens. For, it's going to be, we're going to see the showdown with that. Definitely
1: going to be a headliner for yeah. everybody to watch. And that because, quarterback
0: carousel is going to get yes, nutty this, this, Yes. This, this and off-season. you're going
1: to see a lot of, a lot of fans, a lot of teams looking in to see what, is the end result of the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson Mm -hmm. what's that relationship like right now is there a lot of friction is that why they broke off talks and he was like I'm not talking to you guys until the end of the seasons over with you know what I mean so uh, being his own agent it's very difficult because you don't have that that lawyer support that like knows the ins and outs of the rules and 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 and, uh, different ways of making a contract better for you versus the team you know so um, in that aspect i feel like that's where there is a standstill i feel like lamar doesn't want to feel like he's going to get bamboozled with a contract but at the same time he wants to as long as the money is is at a high point wants to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks and that's kind of been his goal up to this point so uh, i don't think he'll get that because i think the style of quarterback that he is um he's definitely improved as a pocket passer but let's just face it his real golden goose is his running ability and that's what makes him really super dangerous Uh, so going forward with Baltimore a lot of teams are gonna be watching this to see how this all ends up you know I mean will Baltimore have to be faced to put the franchise tag on him and kind of lock him in at least for one year and pay whatever it is you know in the end so um, very big situation and I know a lot of teams would be very very interested if he ever became available mm-hmm. whether it be trade uh you know what you I mean or you know maybe maybe quite possibly if they just don't see the fit of of the finances yeah. who knows yeah a lot so, can happen
0: so what do you got you got cincinnati here at home it's just got to be the scenario here for i mean the, for, for the baltimore yeah. where i mean you, you got tyler I, huntley I who's kind of
1: struggled the last couple of mm-hmm. weeks so mm-hmm. i mean to me this is not really that difficult of a pick however uh just like you brought up with cincinnati what kind of emotions are they going to be feeling on on sunday you know are, are i feel like they're going to be able to play through them but it's still going to right. be super difficult mm-hmm. uh so cincinnati needs to handle business they know that and they're going to be all business on sunday i think this is going to be a close game right down to the wire you know who that knows who knows what's going to happen uh but i i, I think i like my chances with the Bengals.
2: Yep, and I, I will be agreeing with both of you hopping on with the uh, Bengals. If Lamar was playing, it'd be a little different. Yes, but with right. him not practicing since early December, I don't, I don't see them just bringing him in all of a sudden yeah. and letting him start this week, mm-hmm. especially with the playoffs around the corner and seeding for them almost being locked up, minus a small scenario for them to win the division. But I'd be shocked to see mm-hmm. him out there at this point. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised this week for the Bengals if we see someone like um, I know T Higgins was struggling with his emotions after the game. Mm-hmm. You know, just I he knows it's not his fault, but no. just he's at the center of the play. Yeah. So, you know, going through your heads, you're gonna blame yourself. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of emotions to go with that, and it's hard for me to imagine he's gonna be a hundred percent mentally coming mm-hmm. into this week. But luckily, you got Boyd and you got Chase, so I don't think there'll exactly be a drop off.
0: All right, bring us into the next one, Cody. What we got next?
2: Yep, into the next one, we got Tampa Bay and Atlanta.
0: Ooh, we love this one, don't we, Joe? Oh, this is the best one. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is. The, this should be no, the the game of for? the week.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. speaking of Atlanta, there was one more comment from Brandon. Just says, "Nope" equals Raiders' chances of winning ah there you go. See, there no, see, it was see, they, there i was no right see, i was right. right
1: he's never watched a raiders chiefs game <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: rise up baby yeah, <laughs> rise
1: up. Yeah, there you go he's,
0: he's ready for the, uh, the the falcons here there
1: you go he's all in on the falcons it's,
0: it's it's anything the tampa bay buccaneers what team are we getting out of this one you know what i mean
1: i mean yeah. look at what they've done last week it seems like mike evans and tom brady found love once again on the football field they finally started to, to, to get the ball to Evans. Evans catch, catching the football, you know, intermediate uh, to deep, and it looks like that offense looked a little bit better than what it has been, especially getting a uh, little bit more help on the offensive line
0: well it's it's tough though but look at them, and they're barely were able to put up those 27 points or whatever at the end they did I was waiting when I did my picks again when I went with Tampa Bay I just had a feeling I'm like I really need some of that Tom Brady magic or whatever for them to come back (laughs) because I knew they were going to be down and look at it was it was right to the end and then they ended up coming back and securing that victory like they're doing this nonstop. I mean the I, Giants I, I put was, up more points than Tom Brady and the Buccaneers at this point, you know, and they, they've been kind I, of doing that, I think. Isn't that kind of crazy at this point?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so, and I would also say that yeah, that was a little bit of Carolina letting that game oh, slip away.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, but that is that is Tom Brady magic, you know what I mean? Nah. How many times, you know, Tom, he doesn't exactly truck teams down there, even though they try and say it, a lot of teams give up or do stupid, you know, things and give it and let them back into the game.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the teams allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, we've seen the happen. so-called Tom Brady <laughs> magic. There's no real magic. It's just teams being stupid at the <laughs> end. Yep. Oh, team's
0: man. Joking. Yeah, yeah This. I mean, this so game, honestly, who, I
1: into? mean, this is kind of like an easy pick. I, yeah. I, I, I don't expect Atlanta uh, to come away with the win here. However, who knows, right? Uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this one. Tom Brady, they need some momentum to go into the playoffs. Getting another win under the belt uh, right before it is, is the key to do that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Buccaneers.
0: All right, here we go. He's got the Bucks. Cody, what do you got for this one? Let's
2: see. I will also be taking the Bucks, but All it right. really wouldn't surprise me to see Atlanta go a little crazy in this game. I think it'll be a, a lot closer than people are giving it credit for. But I – there's no way I could pick Atlanta with how inconsistent they've been on both sides. Oh, Rookie quarterback. Go oh. Not ready. Go crazy. Yeah, Desmond Ritter.
1: <laughs> go stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the, uh, again, yeah,
0: I don't know. It, it, maybe all of a sudden, yeah, they, they put, like, Tom Brady in, but then they have already got the division locked in, so they're in. So I wouldn't be surprised if this scenario is – they take Tom Brady out and Mike Evans, some of these guys have halftime. And they put in the young and quarterback. And just other people. The young Q. And then now Atlanta just pulls out a victory here out of nowhere. That scenario can likely happen in this one. You know what I mean? Because again, they're looking at it too. It's like, all right, Desmond Ritter is going to go in against us. We already got the division locked up. We'll play a half and then rest these guys. But. Within lieu of that happening, I'm just yeah. going to not pick risk Atlanta. it on that. Go I'm going to rule. I'm going to go with ahead. you guys. You got a lot of faith in Atlanta, Buccaneers. it sounds like. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying, that could happen. <laughs> Brandon,
2: what is it? Here you go. Brandon's there in the comments. What he's he going to pick Cody? Atlanta. He Cody already was, said, rise up. What is he? He? Oh, he's What's the he? next one. He said, we don't have as much going on for the rest of the season. So we sent a practice squad wide receiver up to fight a cop. Oh, that's all It's in the drop. Yeah. that Batson, right? Is that the name I saw? I think so.
1: Sure, we'll go with that. All He's right. Mr. Irrelevant in, v- in my no, myself. No, no, go crazy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> go stupid. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. We got the uh, Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay. We got So, we're all, so, so box, we're all picking the We're all the same again. Yeah, okay, here we yeah. go. We got New, New England, England Patriots at in Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, Joe, why don't you start us off with this one? Well, well that's what right. I was going to do. Go. I go didn't right need you to it. tell me
1: what to do. Oh, good. Uh, anyway, uh, Patriots at Buffalo. This is another game. Like, listen, and one of their fallen brothers is in the hospital. You know, there's gonna be crazy emotion into this game. Like this is direct hit, right to the heart. So uh, we're not really sure how they're going to handle it emotionally, uh, but obviously he's gonna be in their thoughts for sure. Uh, So Josh Allen, you know, the the leader of the team, the quarterback, I wonder how he's gonna handle it. Is that gonna disrupt his, his, you know, his concentration, his focus? Uh, So I think, or it could be the direct opposite where they're doing it for DeMar. You know what I mean? We're going to continue the success that we've had this season for DeMar and keep his spirits high. So uh, could be very different things. But New England, they need to win. They need to keep winning. Uh, and, and, and this is a big, big – this would be a huge hurdle if they were able to do it. Um, we've seen New England's defense play really well at times. We've also seen them have some miscues at times. Uh, in the offense, more miscues than anything. Uh, so – even though they had limited success on offense, I feel like the Bills' defense is going to hold it down in this one. They're at home. They're gonna, they're gonna, they might even use that emotion as fire uh, to, 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 to will themselves through this game. So uh, I'm going to pick the Bills in this one.
2: All right. All right, Cody, get go it away. got next year? So when you're looking at the Bills' defense, uh, one of their strengths is that, is that front right up uh, the front four. Mm-hmm. So in the Patriots, the way they get everything going is it seems to be Ramondre Stevenson this season. So they like to get him going. Then that opens up the passing game for Mac Jones, and then he can kind of get everybody involved a little bit. But I just, against the Bills, I don't really see it getting going too much. I don't see them getting Stevenson going much. And the Bills, this, this might turn into a pretty ugly game, especially with all the emotions the Bills are feeling. You know, they're playing for Hamlin. So this will just kind of be the game of them just going crazy before the playoffs, and I will maybe before their next game if something crazy happens. But I'm I'm going Bills all the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's tough not to. Um, but again, yeah, like you guys brought up emotions. I think the defense is going to feel the emotions the most, and it, it's how they are they going to react. Are they going to put too much into it to where they overly bite on on plays or whatever, want to get things hyped up, or they got to go into it with too much, and then all of a sudden the game starts getting fast for them, then they got to settle it down. They got to bring it in, right? Bring it all in. Uh, that's one thing to watch. And Stefan Diggs is probably one of the most emotional people then too. I'm not worried so much about Josh Allen, but Diggs. Because again, he would, before that game, he was – worried about not getting enough touches too mm-hmm. so he wants to get his especially in this one too so he's going to want to be uh, a part of the the offense here for them but like you guys brought up two on the same thing the question marks with the offense um and then that defense again they're going to get some pressure but the the, the way this uh, bill's offense is i think they're gonna be able to score on this defense uh the, you know they've been uh leaky at times throughout the season and um the the, the offense right led by you know um their defensive coordinator uh, with matt patricia there's arguments between him and, and, him and uh you know mac jones stuff like that that's that's going to be turmoil i think through the out the off season uh they might make a switch i think at this point too in the off season after this whole thing because it looks like to me it's definitely mac jones's team mm-hmm. and we'll see what kind of um vocal what kind of play he or say he has in things because we've seen uh robert Kraft definitely surrender to a quarterback and if he thinks Mac Jones is that guy just like a Tom Brady and that leader I wouldn't be surprised if he puts some of that power or listens to what he wants and put that in his hands but for this game I think you know again emotions could come into play at first but I think the Buffalo Bills settle it in and they pull out the victory here at home the crowd's gonna be all about it too and roaring they're gonna stand by there and be their 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 uh their their shoulder for them throughout the game
2: Right, jimmy you starting us off with the uh next one all, all right the vikings pick of the week for being honest
0: easiest one because yeah we we were talking <laughs> about it off air right yeah yeah yep, you know so the chicago bears gonna be out there starting quarterback and that's pretty much set it done for them you know that, that was gonna be their their offense you know since uh you know they tried to even cash in their season they have been putting up some points and making some close games until it, it gets out of hand but the bears you just are the bears they are who we thought they were at the beginning of the season at this point too i mean just they weren't going to perform well they're a, a franchise just starting anew with a new uh you know regime and a uh, a head coach so They're they're just going to be growing pains. But right now, it's the end of the season. Minnesota's there. It's going to be a a rivalry game, but it's not going to matter at this point. Minnesota's going to cruise through this one. They suffered that loss last week, got demolished against the uh, Packers. I'll laugh if they lose this one. They want to make a statement. I I will will laugh, too, as well. Because Chicago, they do play better at home, too, which is nice. But uh, I think the Vikings are going to go through here. Yeah, Justin Fields
1: doing his best impression of Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's what's really kind of been keeping this Chicago offense going and and being able to score points and staying in games. Now they don't have that. But they have none other than our very own Nathan Peterman, Uh, a guy that has single-handedly with the Bills has thrown five interceptions in one game. (laughs) It's been absolutely amazing. And if you ask certain people in the NFL, they love the guy because he's a great practice guy you know and uh the team likes him but going into this game i can only imagine will he beat his past record of five interceptions in a single game Uh, i think he could i think he possibly could uh and this is uh against a vikings team that is not only in a need for a win now they need something to look forward to (laughs) uh but uh, this is a team that's been struggling and I feel like this this matchup right now at this time with Fields not being available to Chicago this is like this is something that you got to you know put it away lock it in just get this W it. And, and going into the playoffs so I'm going to go with the Vikings as well
2: All right All right I mean I put this one pretty simply when I was talking to you guys earlier just no Fields no chance even with him on the fields their offense just at least in the passing game, has not looked like what they wanted it to look this season. They even made the mood to go out and get Claypool, and that's just borderline been irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You, I've kind of forgotten that he was there for a while. Yeah, right. Until this injury. Yeah. And- <laughs> Basically, yeah, same thing, me too. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. man. Like, yeah, it's He's like you talk there? about some of
0: those teams where, you know, you know, these players get traded away to die. You know I mean? They're like, oh, you just sent me to nowhere. Uh, and that used to be <laughs> Cleveland, but now it's Chicago
2: at this point, right? <sighs>
0: yeah. Um, But, yeah, all right, there we go. So we got uh, Minnesota, Chicago, Cody. Where are we going next here, buddy?
2: All right, we're going on to the Battle of the Bad teams coming up this week. (sighs) Indianapolis and Houston. Houston, though. And I will be shocked if Houston even tries to win this game. (laughs) Right now, they have the number one pick on lock. I know everyone says, you know, teams don't throw games. We see it almost every season. Teams don't want to lose that number one spot. And if they won this game and Chicago lost, Chicago would take that number one pick slot. Mm. And Houston is just, they, they've they been horrible this season, but the one thing they've been good at is losing games. Sit down. <laughs> and even against the mess of a Colts team, I think the Colts will just, it, the Texans might keep it close so that yeah. we can't say, oh, they threw the game. I think they will. But the Colts will probably end up winning this game, Yay! probably by like three to six points at the end. There might be some long field goal
0: so it'll be zero to three or six
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds pretty accurate no but no but this this houston team that's
0: what i mean it's like because when we're watching it and we watch them play against the cowboys looks like they had the cowboys on the ropes right mm-hmm. and then they do their thing oh we gotta lose but then the week after they pull out a victory again like why what are you doing you come out with this and you know but now like you said with cody like, it you looks like you got this locked up you just gotta lose again uh what Houston team, what are we going to get, you know what What's, I mean?
1: I got a question, Cody. What's Houston's record right now?
2: Houston's record, I believe it is, two, uh, two, right? 13 and 2-13-1. Right? That's right. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, two yeah. thirteen and one, one and I tie. think the Bears have one more win or something like that. Right?
0: Did they have a tie? The, so, I mean, do they have half a yeah. game? Yeah. No, they, yeah they oh, do do they have, have a tie? tie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. trying to remember the ties that were in the, the game. The funny thing is about this game. They tied with, but they do have a tie in the record. The
1: funny thing is about this is that Lovey Smith is playing for a job he's gonna be coaching this game to try to win it, to prove to brass that he can still get it done. Uh, So there's like two contrasts to this. You know, Lovey Smith wants to win, but the organization might not want to win. They wanna keep that number one spot, guarantee them the the player of their choice at the top of the draft board. And, but Lovey wants to prove himself still. You know what I mean? So it's like, I wonder what kind of discussions were had before we get to this game, like, Lovey, you know, hey, listen, we really like you, but can you you got to do a huge favor for us. You know, we want to lock this number one spot up. Yep. Do whatever you have to to make it happen. <laughs> and if by some chance he yeah, screws this up, I don't think he should ever coach in the NFL again. <laughs> I mean, this guy... Even had the audacity to rotate a, a position in terms of quarterbacks. I've never seen that before. Like, the the second half of the season, he just decided, hey, everybody's going to get to play. It's like flag. Everyone gets to touch the football. You know, <laughs> get right in there. Throw the mm. ball a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so that's been terrible oh. to, to watch. <laughs> no. uh, so it. I think he's done enough nice to lose the job. job dumbass. But hopefully... <laughs> uh he doesn't screw this up. Uh for the Colts though, I think they're finally playing the right quarterback. I think yeah. I think Sam Ellinger now finally getting a, a shot to to prove himself again. Uh, and I, I feel like it the offense ran well the the two games that he played. Uh not great, but it ran better than Matt Ryan was in it ran better than Nick Foles because I mean you don't have to do much to play better than Nick Foles. Yep. Uh but yeah. now you know, here's here's a shot for him to maybe make his pitch and saying, hey, don't be so quick on maybe going out and getting the quarterback. Maybe I could be the guy. So this is his time to shine. Uh, they do have uh, some issues, as we <laughs> talked about earlier on offensive line. Yeah. That's going to be tricky to handle. Uh, but the Colts, I think with the Colts' defense, what they the su- little bit of success they had last week, um, hopefully it carries into this week. I think that's going to kind of nail uh, the win here for the Colts, I think. Sam Ellinger is going to kind of just be game manager, you know, not try to do too much and then they're going to come away with the win. And ma- Oh my god.
3: Who maybe Jeff Saturday.
1: Maybe can't. Jeff Saturday <laughs> has a has a chance to negotiate uh, of staying with the Colts.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's going to be tough. I don't know if he was there just to get to be the uh pansy for, you know for everything a patsy, but uh He's this trying. team uh yeah i know he's and, gonna be and, and pitching. it's funny though too how he tries to bring the emotion into it all and goes after uh, thibodeau for yeah, i know how to lead like, man oh yeah yeah i know how to lead man you he heard that they, oh, you heard that what he did know. there too trash move, yeah. yeah trash move why you do that and uh it's funny that you know uh after we're talking so much about some of these teams in you know, houston and what what a shithole they are and stuff and what what they've been doing and uh and now they're where you have to try and praise the Indianapolis Colts that maybe they can get a victory out of this one. Uh, and you would hope so because they do stay in the games for a little bit. Someone's got to win. and then Yeah, somebody's got to win. Maybe or unless they do tie again. Is going to end up in a no, tough <laughs> no, uh, Please, no. But you would hope that maybe they might in this one. And like you said, Nick Foles, S- he's kind of playing himself into that situation to where now, uh, you know, um, Detmer is now just saying, you know what, you guys, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Is like, oh, even you know, he can win a Super Bowl. It's now it's gonna be Nick Foles. Well, even uh, Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl, so he's gonna be that guy. He's talking himself into that situation here. No, he's not. Uh, but <laughs> no, again, no, no, not. again, this game, I don't even want to pick it. But yeah, if you're, I'm gonna lean on one, I'm gonna go with the Colts as well.
2: All right.
0: What do you think, Cody? You gonna go? You gonna play with Houston here?
2: Oh God, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm going with no. Colts. All right, excellent, <laughs> I'm excellent. I'm not that crazy.
0: All right, here we go. Next again, the Jets and the Miami Dolphins. Joe, take Definitely. it away on this one. What do you got? Yeah, this is a
1: good this is gonna be a good matchup. He, I, I think it'll be good as long as Tua can play. And that's been the biggest question mark right now. It doesn't look like he yeah, will. I think Tua's uh, out and Teddy also. And Tua still missing. has yeah, to clear concussion situation. protocol. Yeah. Uh yeah. so it's a big if. It's possible he could yeah. be cleared before um, game day. They uh him out? And, and maybe, huh? Didn't
2: they rule uh, two out for this week? I believe not the right now. Said he's not even in the uh game plan or in any of their plans this week.
1: As of right now, they haven't ruled him out, and this is as of today. Okay, uh, Thought but I saw a report that it, it he just it just says that he did not practice today, and there hasn't been a decision uh, about this week. Uh, so but again, it, it's not looking good because it's midweek. Uh, but it's we've seen this happen before, where they kind of like still have to go through concussion protocol. They have until you know Saturday to be deemed uh, able to be uh, pass it. And uh, if he doesn't, and Teddy Bridgewater looks like uh, he's going to have an issue. He dislocated his pinky with his yeah, throwing hand, which throwing is hand. that's critical. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like he might not even be able to go on no. top of that. Yep. Which brings you to
0: Skylar Thompson, which we got to see a little bit. Uh, yeah, he's bad. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, did, I only I saw enough, you know, wow. when I watched that game, I saw I saw enough like he, he
0: the problem with him is that he yeah. makes
1: way too many bad decisions as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that doesn't spell a winning way for them this week, but it leaves the door open for the Jets. Now, uh, Mike White did practice in full. He's ready to go, uh, but he's also coming in with this Jets offense a little hampered. They're heavily mm-hmm. injured on the offensive line. Uh, they went as far as to bring in Laurent Tordif. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. to spell him at guard, and now he's not practicing. Uh, so, Jesus, yeah. this is this is going to be interesting. But as far because of the situation with Miami and their quarterback situation, I, I feel like the Jets defense has been playing great all all year. Mike White is healthy. That definitely gives them more than enough chance to put points on the board. Even though it's a divisional game, it's probably going to be right down to the wire. But I think the Jets edge out Miami.
2: All right. I'll hop into this one next Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. Then just do it.
3: (laughs) Just do it.
2: Yeah, I will also be going with the Jets over the Dolphins this week. It's not looking good for Tua. It's not looking great for Teddy, who he reportedly can't even really grip the football just yet. No,
1: that's crazy.
2: And Skylar Thompson just is not the answer. They borderline might want to consider letting Mike Glennon come in at that point. But not that that's much of an upgrade. no.
0: Again, we've seen the Mike Glennon experiment. He's found himself onto a team somehow to, uh, you know, a bunch of different times. Say, so, oh, yeah, Mike Glennon, he was okay as a, as a starter at times. He can get you through it. No, early no, in his no. career, maybe. Yeah, early <laughs> in his career. And, then again, that ship sailed pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, same long lines you guys are talking about. Again, uh, the main key components to the Jets mm-hmm. team are playing, and I think that's what yeah. makes a difference here in this right. one. You know, again, so I think we're all on the same page with this one. Yeah, we're all and that's the other thing about
1: Mike Lennon, too, is he signed as an insurance policy. Yeah, yeah. That's all He it isn't is. going to come in he as a Baker Mayfield. Because he
0: of, hasn't even been playing, much like Baker Mayfield was. He actually but that's exactly the, the situation,
1: is that it's Baker Mayfield, but he's just coming in, like, a day or two ago. You know what I mean? Like, he he's not going to know any of the offense. He might know. They might be able to teach him, like, five plays and say, here you go, kid. Backyard, backyard football. (laughs) Go for it.
0: Uh, So I I don't see him coming in unless it's an emergency for sure. All right, right, here we go. We've got the uh, Carolina Panthers here against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Cody, why don't you start us off Mm -hmm. in this one?
2: Okay, yep. I will be going with the uh, Saints over Carolina in this game after the very disappointing loss that removed them from the playoff picture last week. Between motivation and just the Saints arguably having the more talented roster, I think the Saints. It'll be it'll be close. It'll be like 17-14. It'll definitely be a close game with a lot of iffy offense being played. But I could I think I'll definitely be going with the Saints going out ahead on this one. Probably Shahid making some other crazy big play like he's been doing. Let's see Joe, will be going to you after that.
1: Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Uh, This this game here, like, this is, you know, I'm still kind of disappointed for the Saints fans, honestly. When Jameis Winston came back and he was healthy enough to play and they still didn't play him, they're like, nope, we're sticking with Andy. And Andy has literally lost two games by himself. So um, I I still don't understand what they're thinking. I still don't get it. The coaching staff, I know, you know, um, they're supposedly safe is what we're hearing. They're not going to lose their jobs. They're going to see what happens next year with them yeah. and most likely a healthier team. Uh, but man, I, I still think Andy Dalton is holding back this offense and without, I don't even know if Chris Olavi's playing. He didn't play last week, uh, but uh, it doesn't look good uh, defensively though. They're healthier. That's the bright side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina. What the hell are you doing last week? You, you just let that game slip through your fingers. Uh, Sam Darnold made a mistake uh and it kind of really hurt them bad so uh carolina who is not ready yet we thought they were going to be at least competitive this year and in fact they're not uh this is a game (laughs) where i think they're just gonna they're gonna end up going into new orleans and sadly be shipped right back out with an l
0: there you go so you are going with the saints as well uh again i'm looking at personnels same way well you guys kind of been even doing uh um even though if they don't have like a chris Olave there too as well i still think if you can go off of an, an alvin kamara plus uh the saints what they have been doing lately is what we've been talking about on the show and then what taste also yeah what <laughs> fans have been asking for finally taste you're seeing Taysom get those different looks at the red zone and things like that and getting him more involved in multiple different ways instead of just that guy that comes in on a wildcat and oh guess what it's a quarterback run you know planned run or something like that and instead of just keeping him in at tight end or, or whatever um so they're mixing it up moving getting it involved moving them yeah. around a little bit uh keep people guessing and i think we talked about it before too that's what's going to help secure dennis allen as that head coach for this team moving forward even the ability to kind of get through that in, in the situations that they've done but Question marks, like you said, end of the season, they're going to evaluate this team and see what they're going to do with Jameis Winston. It's obvious here. It looks like that this regime now has maybe moved on now from him. So, what do they do in yep. the offseason? Um, but Carolina, again, they they are who we thought they were at this point, too, because, again, you've switched your head coach. You got rid of your other uh, key players and stuff like that. Sam Darnold's it's nice that he came in and got some victories here for you, but I think it's just too little too late here. New Orleans at home is tough. I like the Saints. All right, next we got the Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a tough divisional matchup. It's going to be uh, tight here. I know it's definitely a different team here for the Cleveland Browns when uh, Deshaun uh, Watson is in here, but Pittsburgh, they've really turned it on. And, and Kenny Pickett, too, as well. I think he's turning some heads with people the way he's had that poise, especially in the fourth quarter of that last game, uh, getting that drive here to, to get the victory. Um, and, and, and he's really kind of becoming that, that star player for the Pittsburgh Steelers here when it was rocky, I think, at the beginning. I think we can all agree on that. It was kind of where people were unsure what we were getting out of this guy. Uh, um, so it was up and down and where people were questioning even uh, – you know, Mike Tomlin, like, oh, man, you're having a losing season. Like, what's going on? What's that like for you? Uh, but, yeah, you know what I mean? And he, he, he how, like how do you fact, feel? He's like, yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, I was on a terrible team when I was little. and We won get one game or something like that. We went out <laughs> to dinner after that. Where, you know, it was awesome. It was a cool story. Uh, but Pittsburgh, they were one of those grind-out teams, and they're one of those teams that still is able to do it, Joe. I talked about it in the beginning of the season about – Maybe they have the potential here to get fourth in the division, and they haven't done that since, what, I, did I say, like, 1989 or 18, uh, 1986? It's been a long it's been time. a while. It's been a long time. And they just are one of those franchises that just kind of move on and keep winning um but cleveland again they're 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 out so they're they're a tough team that doesn't have a real identity right now um i think i'm gonna ride with the pittsburgh steelers at home and and off what they've been uh doing they're really feeding off the the power of the quarterback and and, you know you got a healthy tj watt right now for the moment and if they can get into the playoffs they can maybe make some noise here
1: absolutely and then you look at the cleveland browns like what are they playing for yeah honestly like uh deshaun watson really sucks that you got suspended for like over half the season, you know, yeah. and, yep. and they, we, we were expecting Cleveland to be kind of like a competitive team in this division and, and maybe make a push to win the division, but, uh, fell way short, uh, Pittsburgh. We yep. also saw them as not being very good. We yeah. also saw them as having limitations, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you one thing that changes franchises. Uh, one thing that changes fr- franchises faster is when you hit on draft picks and they perform right away. Absolutely. You know, and that really kind of carried you. You think about George Pickens, mm-hmm. who, and which is the very reason why they traded away Chase Claypool. Like, don't get me wrong, Chase Claypool has talent and everything, but they saw limitations in his game. And they're like, he's not getting much better. Yeah. Like, what, what what's going on? So, we really hold on to him chicago calls and say hey we'll make you an offer okay shoot ship him out because we got george pickens in the building uh and then kenny pickett you know despite criticism coming out of the draft i know i've given him a hell of a lot of criticism with his hands and being able to grip the ball and and make some plays uh but i will say this i still have yet to see a rainy game yet where he's going to be really tested so um The jury's still out on him for me. I still see some miscues, some bad decisions, uh, but nonetheless, he's not doing enough to ruin it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's making the plays when they count and uh, utilizing his legs uh, a lot more often than what Pittsburgh's used to be seeing Mm -hmm. from none other than Big Ben, who does not run at all. Right, uh, and you
0: bring that up real quick and, and how they brought up the stat about Bing Ben, as he got older even too, getting the ball out quicker than two seconds. Can he pick it, held and onto it, and making some plays out with his legs to get some, buy some time. Yeah,
1: uh, and when you difference. face better defenses, that's when you're going to have to be able to deliver the football on time. And uh, we, he hasn't been clamped up too often. Uh, so we have to wait and see for that to happen. But going up against Cleveland, I feel like Pittsburgh is really, the defense is really going to help him out and on top of that, uh, this is something that they need to, need to happen. They need to win. So I'm going with
0: Pittsburgh.
2: All right, Cody. Yep, I will be joining you guys. All I'm right, going with Pittsburgh. Also, damn it. Now don't. <laughs>
0: We're all on, Don't on it. Don't crucify me for this yes, comparison. I will crucify oh. you. Here we go.
2: With the how the Steelers are, you know, letting the defense carry a lot of these games, but Pickett is coming in clutch. It's kind of giving me some vibes of how the uh Giants used to play for a while back when we had like straight hand on defense with Humanura and Eli was pulling out these 17-14 close fourth quarter comeback games constantly. We're seeing a little bit of that, you know, I guess I don't know the right word for it, but we're seeing Kenny Pickett really stepping up in crunch time when he needs to right now. And going into the playoffs, if this team can sneak in, they might be a little bit of like a dark horse team that can sneak up. We see it almost every season. You know, saw it probably more recently with the Eagles coming up and winning the Super Bowl, coming from wild card. No one saw it coming. And the Steelers might be that team that could really pull it forward. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be sticking with the Steelers this week.
0: All right, here so we go.
2: What is next on here? Next we got the Chargers and the Broncos. And the Chargers don't have a lot to play for coming in this week, but the Broncos have been just disappointing and even bad. less to play for. <laughs> just about all season. They're banged up. It's just it's just ugly. The Chargers could probably put in their backups and still pull out a close win the way the Broncos have been playing. <laughs> Not many storylines to talk about with this one. You hear that, Broncos fans? (laughs) I will be going with the Chargers. Sorry, Broncos fans. There you go. Joe, we'll go to you after that. Excellent. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, This one is like one of the roughest picks to make uh, because neither team has played well. At times, the Chargers have looked like that promising playoff caliber team, but... A lot of times they've played down to some other teams like atlanta falcons they almost lost that game and uh, uh so they still got a lot to work on and and we still notice that the the head coach is still at times going for it on fourth down probably not when you should and uh i feel like that's holding them back a little bit but going up against denver uh i don't know they, they don't look good on offense nathaniel hackett is ousted so, I mean, this team could be in disarray at this point. Who's running the ship anymore? You know? So, I'm going to go with L.A. in this one.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or are you on that one, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about on this one. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, like you said, I think you guys have said it all, and there's not much to say about it. Nathaniel Hackett's out this, what type of team or franchise this is right now. They're in disarray. They don't know what's going on. Uh, They might have made a big decision here, a bad decision, with the Russell Whistlin situation bringing him in, paying the money instantly before you even touched the field, and then wrong decision on getting the the, the uh, head coach in there, in which I think they only brought him in, is just to try and squeeze in and try and get Aaron Rodgers to come. And then when Aaron Rodgers said, no, or I'm not, they're like, shit, we're stuck with this dude. Yeah, what did they think
1: was going to happen? Yeah going to. Le-
0: I think that's all that
1: was. Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay stuck with them offensive line for the Broncos <laughs> offensive line. Are you kidding yeah.
0: me? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the situation they're left with. So again, poor decisions to try and get in there and trying to persuade another quarterback to come to them didn't work, uh, and that's where we're left where we are. Uh, Chargers again, they're already in, but. Um, Again, so if they decide to switch players and pull out you know, on this one, too, uh, just to rest a little bit, maybe halfway through, I can only maybe see that's a chance that, that never might win this one. But Chargers, just a better-off team right now. I like the Chargers. All right. All right, Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is probably Ooh, yes. the afternoon, probably this game is... of the week. I don't know. I mean, because I don't think you're looking at the Dallas Cowboys or Washington Rams and Seattle. Arizona and San Francisco not so the way the Giants have been playing I think this is probably America's game of the week here at the 425 slot. Um, and it's going to be, I think, exciting too. I mean, even if Jalen Hurts plays, you know, like we're talking about the uh, the injuries and stuff and the health, uh, him coming back, it would be a game that he has to play against just because of the has implications. To. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys are right on the heels of them. Forty Nine ers too, as well in the mix, uh, and they want to beat this divisional rival because if they split again, you know, that's no good and it gives the Giants even. I think that momentum like if cody's talking about you know the, the 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 steelers being that team almost like the stray hand and and, and i don't really see that that much just because again what, what are we looking at with with the steelers they just beat the baltimore ravens that didn't even have lamar jackson in there they barely made it a comeback victory in that and we're like oh yes yeah, they're playing great this is good but the that team ended up like fighting hard against an undefeated uh patriots team and to get into the playoffs, still, make the momentum, and then again, beat them in the Super Bowl. That's a whole different type of level here. And I see, I don't see our Giants team here doing something like that, but I would say there's more of a momentum shift in their situation that's a little more on the equal playing field of what that team was in the sense that if they can beat the Eagles now, who right now are still at the top of the level of the NFC, that they go into this playoffs with that much more momentum now. So it'll be a tough year, but again, being in Philadelphia, Giants don't exactly play well in Philly. It's gonna be tough. The crowd's gonna be behind them. Um, so I'm gonna roll with Philadelphia on this one. Yeah, I mean, this tough one to is say, this, it's a tough, it's a
1: tough game to pick because there's a lot of variables in these games. Yeah. It, it's not only one of the best divisional matchups there is, but also both teams are playing well. You know what I mean? The Giants, we didn't expect them to get, to be this far. And I know you guys as Giants fans like you're you're surprised and happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys are going in the playoffs, you know, it was something to be something that you didn't think was going to happen, but here we are. And this is a That's big Cody's time happy matchup face
0: right now that he you has know. On right yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and now you have this is a huge game for both teams. Um one I'll say one advantage is Philly being at home. Philly Philly mm-hmm. fans are crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? You can't get out of there alive if you're wearing a different color. Oh, uh no. so the Eagles, uh, they're tough. They're even tougher with Jalen Hurts. I, I think it's almost a definite sure bet that Hurts is playing, and that alone is going to give them a huge boost, especially on offense. Uh, the one thing that kind of is going to be, to me, is something to watch for is Lane Johnson not going to be able to play. Uh, so that is a huge void on at the right tackle. How they're going to address that and try to keep the pressure off of Hurts from that side, that's going to be another challenge for them. But I'm going to still stick with the Eagles on this uh, because they are home.
2: All right. Now, while I will be sticking with the... Eagles in my picks. I think this is You want to compare
1: be... the Giants to what? Well,
2: I'm not comparing the Giants. <laughs> they remind
0: me to that there. San Francisco 49ers <laughs> team with the uh, Joe, the na- guy named Joe Montana. Joe Montana. <laughs> Daniel Jones, much like oh, Joe Montana, throwing the sling of the rock. <laughs> Sounds legit. And right now, you know, a guy named Richie James reminds me a lot like that guy, uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. <laughs> they both wear number my. 80. Now we're getting. <laughs> the number 80s right there.
2: Uh. Yeah, I think Lane Johnson not being there is going to just have a huge impact on this game. You won't see the Eagles able to just run it down our throats the whole time. You won't see Jalen Hurts having tons of time to throw, tons of room to run. And these last, you know, say like four weeks, Thibodeau's really been coming into his all on that edge, really getting the pressures, helping stop the run. I think it's going to be a really good game. While I hope the Giants can pull out a close win, I think the Eagles got a little more going in their favor. (laughs) that. all right so i'll get us into, our next into the one. next one what do we got here
0: all right we got a few the, more left over
2: got the niners and the cardinals well this is another one it's of those tough ones one that's isn't it not yeah, yeah, very exciting not no no the cardinals who have played down all season the niners who are on a high fighting for that number one seed I think the Niners are going to come out motivated and they're just going to destroy <laughs> the Cardinals. It's going to be ugly to watch. I will be surprised if the Cardinals can stay within 20 by the end of this game. You might even see the Niners put in their backups by the end of it. It's, <laughs> it's not going to be a fun game to watch.
1: And their backups are better than the, the Cardinals starters.
2: At this point, At this yeah. Point. So, I mean, an and, and, right.
1: This is, a, this is a game that... Uh, the Niners, it's like a, it's like one of those like cream puff games, you know, in college football, like the first week you kind of do it for morale reasons you get the, your team, yeah, to yeah, go yeah, in yeah, and play and that you play a real easy get the one, you just, just stomp them into the ground yep. you win like 60 to nothing. Yep. yep. Uh, this is kind of like what it is before the playoffs for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they should easily handle the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, they both know each other very well. So that's kind of like the only thing that the Cardinals could have, uh, versus like you know against any other team uh but they know Niners well uh but in in the end I think the Niners are going to take advantage of it Brock Purdy is going to have one hell of a game because it's going to be way too easy uh so Niners all the way
0: yep yeah absolutely when I look at this game all I can think about is um yeah, basically. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, uh, yeah. It was interesting to see the uh, San Francisco 49ers get off to a slow start last week. But they did play a, a decent team. Uh, but the Arizona Cardinals, like you said, from the beginning, even when Kyler Murray was in there, from the, even the, the scandal with the whole uh, contract and he's not paying attention, he needs to mm-hmm. do more studying. Mm-hmm. And then now the rotation of quarterbacks to McSorley and everybody. Uh, <laughs> being on the hard knocks during the season – uh, all that all tied together, the constant you know, questions about maybe their GM being fired, Cliff Kingsbury, so much around this team right now. They're just they're just not ready for anything. They just need to hit the reset, go into the offseason, figure out what the hell they're going to do with, with a bunch of different situations. And um, so San Francisco 49ers, they're at home. They get crazy there too as well. Um, they're going to cruise in here and put pressure on that number one spot. That means Philadelphia needs to perform and the Cowboys need to perform on here. So we'll mm-hmm. see.
2: All right, Jimmy, you're gonna kick us off with the uh, Seahawks. Oh, I'm gonna love to on this one. Rams and the Rams. Right one, at Rams you, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle.
0: I would like to say Seattle at home because we've been doing this all all, all right. years, right, Joe? Yeah, We're like, oh, yeah, I'm much. only going with Seattle home just because of this. But I don't know. The Rams—they are a different team with, with Baker Mayfield there and stuff. And despite some of the injuries that they had and stuff, it is gonna to be tough because it is Seattle at home. But we have seen the difference between the Seattle team throughout the season as going and. Uh, Kenneth Walker hasn't looked like the same Kenneth Walker still uh, when he came in and stuff, and not really getting. He also uh, the, hasn't the practiced. He's banged up. Yeah, he's again. banged up. Yeah. That's the problem. That it really the whole offense runs around through him, and that helps Geno Smith get it to these other receivers. Because you saw even how um, the defense was playing against like a DK Metcalf stuff like that, double teaming them, stuff like that, knocking the ball away, not giving them easy opportunities here. Mm. I see uh, a lot of the same type of situations here for this with the Rams um i think the rams are going to pull out a victory here even though oh, they're hey. in seattle Ooh. baker man baker man baker baker the yeah. candlestick maker is this a different yes. one that we have this it could be it you guys see what do you guys could got be, on this
1: could one? be like I, I would say this um, threw it out there it's dangling uh, the rams you know and this is it's it's been a funny thing with the rams i mean they've had to go through a multitude mm-hmm. of changes throughout yeah. the year whether it be because of personnel or the offenses changes because they have a completely different quarterback now at this point, new, uh, uh, lack of receiving threats, you know, Van yeah. Jefferson gets her Cooper cup is now down. He's out. Uh, Aaron Donald, uh, buddy, you got a retirement. just give it up. Uh, and then on top of that, <laughs> unless you want to go to a winning team that is, <laughs> uh, but on top of that, um, you know, just too much, too much negative, um, you know negative feedback from from certain players and everything jalen ramsey like he's one of the the biggest trash talkers in the league that does absolutely nothing sit down like he he, he he'll say oh you're not going to catch a single ball on me and then like oh six catches in 140 yards later with two touchdowns yeah. uh you know he kind of just bothers me at this point Boy. Time, time to time to retire. Yeah, I, I would say you're no yeah. longer deemed as a top ten corner, so shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seattle, this is a team that always plays extremely tough in Seattle, and just like you brought up, Jim, like it's the twelve. You know mm-hmm. they are going to be enforced force there. They are going to be loud. Uh, the Seattle team is. They're kind of. Um, they are a little bit beat up right now with Kenneth Walker. He hasn't practiced today. Who knows what happens the rest of the week. Uh, but they're a team that is still fighting. They're still playing at a high level. There's still enter- There's a lot of energy on the football field. The defense looks good. Uh, and, and Gino is still, you know, kind of going to follow his application into, of keeping me as your starter. Uh, so I, I think C- Gino obviously wants to have wow. a really big game in this one to kind of help prove to the organization, like, hey, maybe you sign me for another two, three years or something like that. Lock me in uh so I, i'm gonna go with seattle in this one uh, oh, i like wow. i like seattle at home uh against the rams boy,
3: and I'm <laughs> <spank you. laughs>
1: no please do
2: <laughs> all right so while i've liked what i've seen so far from, you know the cool baker story of getting signed two days before a game coming in winning the game and the next game offensively going crazy putting up what 40 42 points was it it mm. put up a lot of points mm. that's yeah that matters there <laughs>
1: Just make up a number. Everyone will believe you. Yeah, I'm
2: fine with that. <laughs> but yeah, I will still be picking the Seahawks. I think they'd, they got a lot more going for them. They have a lot more to fight for right now. I think it'll stay a close game if Baker can keep this offense rolling and Cam if they can get Cam Akers going on the ground. That's a big deal be, right there, yeah. That'll be huge yep. in making sure this offense can run.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: Seahawks, they just they have more weapons. They're healthier. And it's, it's just not going to be... Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna be that close. All right.
1: Yeah, Tyler Lockett is some is someone to keep an eye on too because I know he didn't practice today either. Oh. Um, but again, it's midweek. It's like kind of way too early to kind of like make a clarification for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Cody, take us off with the next one here. All right, we got Dallas and Washington. Well, we watched last week as Washington decided, let's just throw away our playoff hopes. They're done. You know, just let Wentz go in there, throw three interceptions, and let's call it a day. Now, this week, they're throwing in Sam Howell. They're throwing him to the wolves against the Cowboys defense. Yes. And it'll probably be painful to watch, as were a lot of Sam Howell's games in his senior year. (laughs) So I, I will be going Dallas. It's gonna be one of those games that could end like thirty six to six. It could be just horrible mm. to watch, mm. and I feel pretty bad for Sam Howell, who had a decent preseason.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh okay,
2: so it could I don't be. There's much more to touch on there. Joe switched. We're just skip right. our picks. So, we just don't want to
1: do this. <laughs> it's Dallas Cowboys all the way on this one. Uh, yeah. Washington, as soon as they, and I thought Taylor Honeke was going to come back and be the starter. Yeah. And then as soon as they're like, you know what? Nope. Curveball. Here Same. comes Sam Howell. Yep. Let's see what he can do in one week. You know, yeah. he could be the difference of a, a just a runner, just plain running. Mm-hmm. That's all I see from him. I saw him in college football. He wasn't impressive. Nope. You know, he, he has a, a lackluster arm, mm-hmm. you know, not, Extremely accurate, and I saw enough in college. uh So yeah, I don't think much of Washington this week. Dallas all the way. All
0: right. yeah, yeah, I know listen. I hear you, uh, and that's why I think this uh the Washington Commanders are doing. We fucked up. Yeah, you know, that's what they're doing right there. Basically, so they're saying like, oh, we did this, and we're just gonna do put Sam Howell in now. It's just make it a total disaster, right? Yep. It's it's over um so washington again it's it's all written off here dallas i think they want to get a good game here this is like you talk about one of those games uh your college teams trying to do the nfl laid it out right here and the sort of the commanders here for them to have one of these guys going into the playoffs get some momentum going really again force it now you know with the 49ers playing mm-hmm. for something them get a victory and really pin it up against all the Eagles. it's all the Eagles who've been on a losing streak
1: i mean the uh, other so the other Dallas aspects of, to do that. of washington for playing sam is because they already know they're out and yeah. they want to see what he could possibly give them yep. but how can a heart attack? But here's the thing that's a little puzzling <laughs> for <true>. me is <laughs> oh, that, man. Uh, you know, now you wait till now, like the last week, he's literally got one week to show you anything.
2: Yeah. You that's know, of live it's action. It's all. That's all you got until yeah. next yeah. preseason
1: yeah. Yeah. Yes, games or something. done it last to stay on this week, too. Roster or not. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think uh, they just obviously like they're just a disaster at this point. And I don't know where it's going to be headed after this. Because look at Dan Snyder and, and the turmoil that he's got going on, yep. court cases and everything. He could possibly be forced to sell this team. And if that was to happen, you have completely new ownership. Now, when new ownership comes in, they might want a different staff. They might want their staff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Ron Rivera won't be their guy. It'll be the previous owner. So uh, a lot could change this off season as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, again, that, that could be the, even the straw that broke the right. camel's back. Yeah, How about that reference, Joe, old school? But uh, imagine that now that the owners will finally say, you know, forget all the, the sexist stuff and the racist stuff you've done. <laughs> what the hell your team has done this season is enough just to re- enough strip enough the punishment. team away from you It's right enough now. punishment. You, you do yes. not deserve to own this team. You know? Yeah. you know, technically I don't. My wife owns it, you know, so. You haven't met <laughs> our standards. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, Cody, bring us into this last one here. It's Monday Night Football. It's gonna be the last Monday Night Football of the season. Let's right go, now? Cody. Get I pumped! Think it's actually Sunday night for that game? Oh, I is it? Remember. Oh, it, it is. That's right. We no, don't have no, Monday night. No Monday no, night is yeah. over. That's right. So it is yeah. Sunday night. So we won't have a Monday
2: night. Yep. Hmm. We So we're the, free Monday, guys. What are we gonna do? Talk about for last, at least. All right. We got Detroit and Green Bay, but it's it's in Lambeau and for anyone who's seen, you know, Jared Goff in the past when we're when he plays in games that are below freezing, it's just it's just not at a high level. I think it's like five started games, three touchdowns, five interceptions. It's he doesn't play at a very high level. I can hope it's a little different for the Lions here, but the Packers are used to this. It's Aaron Rodgers who's 3 and 0 in these kind of games. I think it was 1 in 2010, 2013 and 2018 for winning in kind of games. And Rodgers, this is this is his bread and that butter. That is is correct. <laughs> he's been he's been doing this his whole career when when he is needed to come out and make the big plays to make the playoffs. This is when Rodgers does his best even with all the Christian Watson's and the inconsistencies around him. So I I will be going the Packers in this one.
1: All right, Packer man. Go, pack, go. Packers.
2: Go. Yep. Joe, what do you got
1: Detroit? Listen, they w- I feel like they would be a lot better playing in this type of cold if they just didn't have a dome. I mean, yeah. you're in a division where uh, the Packers utilize that advantage and they play in this type of cold and everything. I-, I wonder if like these teams, you know, were ever thinking about that, like when they went and go ahead and decide how to build these uh, stadiums. It's like, OK, well, our rival plays in the cold weather and they're adapted to it, but we play in a dome.
0: I think partially Uh, some of it is the city putting in the money into it, too, and maybe the possibility of hosting um, a a Super Bowl, though, maybe, too, and bringing revenue into the city. Well, I don't know about Detroit.
1: Um, uh, (laughs) But in Green Bay, like, this is – Cody's right. This is where the Packers thrive. Later in the season, in the cold, no matter who they play, when they're at home, it is like uh, they're just at another level. Yeah. Uh, And and Rodgers really plays – extremely well with pressure on him in the cold and and all the naysayers listen look at what we what we've seen from green bay earlier this season oh they're terrible at first half of the season they can't get it together they don't really have any receivers that can help aaron Rodgers out aaron Rodgers is even playing like garbage you know and then all of a sudden they started to get it together little bit by little bit every single week and now we're seeing a completely different packer offense than we saw early in the year Mm -hmm. This is what they do. You know, they just, they kind of fight back. They fight, 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 and they're right back into the swing of things. So, Green Bay, they need this win, too. You know, they got to have this. So, green, I'm going Green Bay in Titletown, uh, and, and they're, and they're going to lock it up right here.
2: Nice. All right. Yep, I think just with the cold weather in that game, it also plays a little more into the favor of the Packers' new style. Because it's weird to see an Aaron Rodgers-led offense that's running the ball about 45% of the time now. They've finally been saying it all season, you got young receivers, you're struggling to pass, put A.J. Dillon out there. Run the ball some more. That's why Jones is running mm-hmm. for over 100 yards every game. Dillon's rushing for a touchdown every game. It's been nice. And that's something that's making plays when he's asked.
1: That's something that they've been criticized early in the year. They're not running enough. You know, you're not not keeping that offense balanced to the point where, Ah! like, when you do play these tougher teams down the stretch, you're going to be able, you need that running game to kind of keep them honest. Uh, So finally, Matt LaFleur, you know, maybe after many arguments with Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, start to wake up here. Uh, so, yeah, that's why, and, and you're right, that's where they're starting to get more of their success right now is now that they're running more, that offense is running, is is is, uh, is playing better, and they're putting points on the board.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, and like you guys said, it, you know, Detroit, they've been playing hard. They, they've been doing it, but again, that home, I, I think, situation yep. here, the way it's been, cool Aaron Rodgers again, uh, when it comes down to this time, these big-time uh, players perform their best. And this is the crunch time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you see them throughout the season and the struggles that they have, it's because even the personnel that they had wide receivers finally getting something going on with uh, Christian Watson too as well, kind of getting a, a you know a relationship with them. Uh, And but you see these players eventually towards the end of the season. Now here they are, playoff time. Tom Brady still, even though that team sucks, they're still there. Mm-hmm. He's still there. He's still going to try and do his thing, lead his team. And Green Bay, they're still there too, as long as they right. have a chance. He's going to do whatever he can. You know, Why? Too because it's Aaron freaking Rogers, <laughs> you know, but what they needed to do, like we've talked about it again, about game plans, yeah. uh, Matt LaFleur, I think is another one that is uh, susceptible to his own mind, mm-hmm. wants to run his game plan and not evaluating the what's they're giving him in mm-hmm. the game, change it up. What will work for you? You've got these stars right here. When you don't have stars in the wide receiver, you got these guys. Be a run first, open it up, alleviate some of that pressure, especially when you don't have the protection for Aaron Rodgers. Bakhtiari played a quarter of the season, you know, and, and it just wasn't helping them out. So now right. you can maybe helpfully get that line healthier now, playing all together. They are healthy actually and, for once. Yeah. Yep. And now keep Took that running while. game going. Make it easy. So now these receivers have time to get open too. Um I like the Green Bay Packers, especially too, because at home. Playing in the cold, yeah. Jared Goff, like he said too, as well. Right, you're coming from even a Rams team to played in L.A. to a Detroit Lions team who plays in a dome, and that's uh, a difference maker.
1: Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers has the the Packer fans back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know he he said it before. He's like. Relax, R E L A X. Relax. Relax. Yeah, he's got absolutely. it covered. He's got it covered. He's uh, on the Ayahushka. So he's feeling I, really good right, right now. <laughs> right. But I, I mean, I will say this about Detroit. Listen, to Spirit Horse. Detroit has played miraculously well. They were competitive, surprisingly, a year ago. Now they're more competitive. They're inching closer to where they want to be. Uh, they just got to get, uh, you know, finalize getting more players on defense to really help out this offense get on the field more. And uh, we've already seen Detroit can handle themselves offensively. We've seen them rack up points. You know, we've seen them uh, close in games. They came on the short end of the stick, but they still were close. Uh, So that's, that's promising. So Detroit, I don't kind of, in this game, I know the cold is a thing. I know they're coming into a hostile environment and all that. I still think Lions still have a shot in this one. You know what I mean? Like, I know oh, we're sure. I know yeah. we're giving a lot of praise to Green Bay, and I know you guys kind of feel the yeah, same yeah, way. Yeah, 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 But I want the viewers out there to understand, like, we still think this team could do it. They could possibly yeah. pull off an upset here.
0: Right. Yeah, because I'm even saying coming into this one, too, as the last Sunday night game of mm-hmm. the season, this is going to be, a, be a good one. I think yep. this is turned into something nice because Green Bay is finally coming around. The Lions are finally coming around. So I think this is going to be a nice one here prime time yeah let's right. go a lot of people don't get to see the lions prime time either no so no. i mean this is going to be exciting for them as a team too as well right right to see what happens yeah um, hey
1: if you're new to the show if you've lasted this long yeah. right to the end everybody. a longer we show know that tonight, we've had
0: we, we had a lot of fun and, and we've had a lot
1: of fun and we know that we hit, get some late bloomers once in a while like we're right yeah, about we to do. end the show yeah. and someone pops on <laughs> yeah pops in uh, a comment or something uh, like that. obi-wan kenobi yeah, last Obi-Wan. week you know yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah obi-wan always comes in every now and then love it <laughs> anyway listen do us a huge favor head over to youtube kind of we really need your help to kind of grow as a, com- a football community we are the number one interactive football talk show out there we want to prove it drop some comments down below so we can react to them answer any questions that you might have mm-hmm. uh, but go over to YouTube search us up football on the no show hit that subscribe button baby and the the ring that notification bell to let you guys know when we go live you can also follow us on Facebook become a member become a nodal and you can get this on the go as well that's right football on the note can also be on the go you know anywhere you get your podcast spotify itunes you name it over there drop a follow follow along and if you want to be more interactive do what i say go over to youtube subscribe join in comment like the freaking video let's go
0: yeah, absolutely comment like the video absolutely again thank you so much for joining us uh tonight Uh, Thank you so much to our sponsors out there, too, as well. And Colorize, I didn't bring them up earlier, but again, Colorize, four locations now in North Greenbush, too, as well. So check them out, MyColorize.com. Paint Professionals, uh, Benjamin Moore Products, but as an independent dealer, they cover everything uh, paint-related. So check them out at any of those stores here in their locations in upstate New York or MyColorize.com. Thank you so much, Mohawk Honda, and uh, PBK as well. Godzilla media we got a lot of stuff for you guys in the future thank you so much to cody out there his first night he did a great job everybody give a shout out to cody out there too and happy uh uh good job (laughs) you get the dj horn so thank you so much (laughs) and we will see you guys next time
2: join us next week from 8 till 10 wednesday night for more